happening everybody and welcome back to the True Gamer Podcast, a podcast hosted by two gamers for you, the True Gamers. I'm one of your hosts, Eddie, along with my bro, the inverted gamer himself, Sheps. How's it going, bro? It's going really good, actually. Yes, yeah, yeah. good, yeah. I've... How's your face feeling? Is it feeling warm? <sighs> my face feels fine, actually, normal. Uh-huh. Um, what about what about yours? Mine, uh, it's been a little bit chilly. What? I, you know, I can't tell why. I really can't tell why. I'm not, uh, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, it's just I don't know what it is. Maybe the the, the temperature around me has changed somehow. I'm affected. Do you know what it is? Around a couple of days ago, it was up to like 22 degrees. It's now like 15 or something, and it's that acclimation period. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it is, that's guys. What it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, bro, I've shaved my beard. I see it, and I feel and look like a loser. You um, <laughs> you did the video, which I didn't know was coming. April 1st, I did an Inside Eddie Show special, as promised to the guys who supported us uh, on Conversations Day. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you didn't know anything about it. I didn't it. know it was coming. Um, I loved it. I found, <laughs> I literally laughed out loud a couple of times. It was very funny. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, man, I'm getting real nostalgia vibes for it. And I couldn't place what it was. And it wasn't just the show. It wasn't just the moving on and anyway and all that stuff. Yeah. All the old stuff, it was the look. And I respect that you went that hard. I would never have done it. I'm a method actor, yeah, okay? An actor. I really get into my roles when I get into and, <laughs> and after finishing that video, I just felt like potentially the worst friend ever for having let you look like that, like this, for... How long did you have that pencil beard for? We, ha- we were six friends years? For, yeah, at least probably like six years yeah. in the first part of our relationship together. Yeah, yeah, the early phase. So really, you're to the, you're I'm one the to villain. Blame. Exactly. I'm the bad guy. You're the victim. Exactly. You're the real victim here. That's- Send all of your 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 uh, tears and uh, your prayers for me because I'm the victim here, the real villain, as you can see. That's right. right. <laughs> That's right. Talking of sending, I was approached the other night, mm-hmm. like really late. I want to say like one in the morning, and somebody who I will not name has expressed interest in sending something to us. Oh. Um, and so I brought up maybe that we would make a P.O. box. P.O. box? P.O. box? P.O. Po- box. Yeah. A P.O. box. A box. <laughs> a box. But um, you and I both have always thought we would be sending stuff out and never receiving things, so I don't... I would never ever thought that anyone would ever want to send us anything. Right. So, but there you go. So... Uh, if there's any interest, please seriously either let me know um, in the comments or uh, PM me on Discord or Twitter, all that stuff. Um, what if they're sending a vajankle? <laughs> I was going to say, what if they're sending one of those sideshow collectible Superman busts? But that's even better. Right. I, I want the vajankle. No, guys. you think it's better, but I watched your video. You got to buy it shoes. You got to <laughs> take it out for a seafood dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta woo your sex toy before right, you can use right, it. Right, or it won't put out. Guys, I'm, I'm really happy I made that video because it was great comedy and I love making you guys laugh. You guys all enjoyed it. Yep. But I have to say, when I shaved my beard, I'm going to put a little behind the scenes video that I recorded okay, cool, as well cool, cool. and whatnot. Immediately Tell me you got regretted her reaction, it. Though. She was, you can just hear her in the other room. This is the thing. You guys think it's a bit that, uh, that Adriana doesn't like the, the no, whole yeah, thing. She hates it. She genuinely hates it. And she keeps forgetting every time I go away and comes back. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I can't, I can't believe you've done this. To I the point where when I arrived today and obviously cracked up because I'm seeing it mm-hmm. again, um, I know you're obviously keeping it for the for probably today. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm of the opinion that you, and I think she agrees, you got to shave now and then grow the whole thing back. You can't, you can't grow it out looking like this. I can't because- uh, Also, you've got work. You go, we meet people. That's the thing. They're probably going to be like, no problem. It's fine. This is just the way this dumbass looks. It's right. going to be like that. But I can't live with myself yeah. going out you and being seen. You have to see by strangers and, and know that when you leave that place to them, when they think of you, you look like this. Yes. That's oh, the you God. that's in their mind. Yeah. Oh, boy. But at least it was funny. It was the, fun. It was very funny. For the day. It was totally worth the bit. And if I'd I known, was- if I had known, I probably would have done the bald Sheps thing. People were saying as well, they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, it should have been, hot of the month should have been bald sheps. And I'm like, you and know. We could I'm, have taken some sultry pictures, you know. You know I always think the I'm the asshole here yeah, yeah. that wants to do all the crazy shit. But if right. I had known, yeah, oh, of course. that would have been so Of fun. course, the only downside would have been I would have known the video was coming and not got to enjoy it myself. Mm. But other than that, I mean, I really liked it. I think maybe we should make you an OnlyFans. I think maybe we should. We should have Bronlyfans. <laughs> Bronlyfans, right. There. Only mans. Anyway, look. This is the True Gamer Podcast. This is. This, along with all of our content across both of our shows and the flagship show on the FPN, is made possible by you, the incredible super bros. Over on patreon.com forward slash conversations, who do we have to thank? We have Diogo Dildo, Isak the Ultimate Comsort, Carol Terivia, aka Catsper the Friendly Patron, Record of Friction. Uh, rec- record of Friction? Record of the Friction. <laughs> is a of uh, record Buckinghamshire. <laughs> uh, record Friction, Dan the Man, Jeremy Renner, that's right, an official Avenger, Martin Scorsese's master, H. Bart Swab, the midget Aloy from Smallville, Sabine, the former freeloader Christian, Master Chief himself, Albiscori, Super Sus Ben Fryer, who is a clone of Eddie, the Star Wars Encyclopedia, Adam Sunling, Raj Vandalin, he's got a plan, guys. You just need to follow him on one last job. And the filthy FIFA fanatic, Joe McCormack. Thank you very much, guys, for keeping the lights and mics on and the gaming going here at Combro Plations. Yeah, right, buddy. Guys. Um, Quick little note for everybody out there. First of all, obviously, this is the True Gamer Podcast. You guys can find us on YouTube.com slash Combo Relations in case you're listening on podcast services. The podcast, the audio goes, Patreons get us tomorrow, right? Yes. So we've streamed on Twitch by now. I was just going to say that as well. So let me go through okay, this okay. rigmarole. Yeah. Um, uh, d- d- oh, so Uber Eats is coming. Our food's coming soon. Um, so yeah, uh, YouTube.com slash Combo Relations. Also, we are on podcast services. So you guys can check this out That's on podcast right. services as well. Uh, if you're there, rate us five stars. Yeah. It helps us all it out does. as well. Uh, we do have a brand new Twitch channel. We do. Which... Uh, brand new. We're brand new to streaming on it, but it's been created for a while. It's been there for a while, which by the time you guys are listening yeah. to this, we have reached affiliate status, yep. which means, guys, you can head over there and you can watch professional Twitch streamers because we are officially professional. Now. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, what yeah. that means. That's, That's what, what it means. means right there. Um, and it automatically means that all of our gameplays are always like 17 KDs and oh, stuff sick. like that, yeah, yeah, which yeah. automatically get I'm really it. looking forward to getting the, the streamer loot, exactly. getting the 17 KD uh, gameplay, because I, uh, until we got here, we didn't get that. And we've got all the, the, the Pogger skins as well. Poggers, and all yeah, that stuff we know right what there. that means, forehead, um, I know Pog that. Champ. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. all of those things we know. I think that's uh, we've all been initiated now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys can head over there. And if you guys are uh, looking for a way to support us, a free way to support us, yeah. even if you are an amazon prime member you can head over there and give us your twitch prime membership it's yes. something you get with your yeah, uh, yeah. amazon prime membership anyway one a month and you get to support us for free and yeah. it helps us out it's really great if you want to do it's that. it's good fun actually i'm really enjoying twitch forget like the subs and stuff like that but it, i'm actually really enjoying it i didn't know it, weirdly I didn't know it was going to be this good we will get to game talk i promise you but talking of because we're streaming games on twitch it kind of fits We've streamed on YouTube, mm-hmm. and that's where the majority of our audience is or, or has been. Yeah, you'd think 
that the only difference would be the skin of the chat. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but Twitch is way better. The stream, I'll tell you, I know for a fact it's the stream delay being like two seconds. Yes. is huge. I love huge that. So I can benefit. ask a question and see the answer in the chat, respond to it. I don't have to wait 30 seconds yeah. and do like a smoke fire test. <laughs> you know, smoke fire, you know? Yeah. I'm really enjoying Twitch. Me and too. we, once we get off this, we'll need to settle on our emotes. Yes. Yeah, so th this is a strange thing. We're going to... So while we are professionals and whatnot, we're going to need your help on this and whatnot. There's a ton of cool things I've added on there, like subscription badges, uh, loyalty bonuses, things sick, like that. The They're really cool. You should go check yeah. them out. But I tried to add our emotes, and yeah. it's something about you have to get subscriber points, which means you, you earn those by people who have subbed to you to get more tiers. At the moment, I could only... I'm sorry, I went to our Twitch <laughs> to have a look, but... And then you see Jin Sakai. Um, Damn and at right. the moment... Hey, we've got an ad. Oh shit, because we're, we're, we're monetized. We're legit. Sick. How do we get monetized on Twitch before we get monetized on YouTube? On, That's a good on point. The second channel. Good point. But so, apparently we can only have one emote so far. I, I thought we got four. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm missing okay. something that you guys can help us out on the day anyway. You guys probably will have already helped us out tonight when we're streaming anyway. But, um, shit. It looks really cool. I'm enjoying it. It looks really awesome. Because the, the emote question was, did we do... Because we have emotes from our Discord, right? Yeah. And the most used things are most of them actually there's two of me and two of you yeah. that i was thinking we would add in or we could do one each the eyes emoji yeah because how do you deal without an eyes emoji and then something else you yeah. know like a doubt or a pikachu or something but one the to, to be honest the sub point thing i feel like we could get to in because it's like 15 sub points and it's something like if anyway we'd get to the next stage yeah, eventually soon, so i yeah. don't mind which one it'll be but it's so limiting it's like one like, come on, man. Give the us more thing, than that. Initially, I was like, it's got to be the you pointing. Yeah. It, that should be it. But then the Shep slap. I like the Shep slap. I like the Shep slap. Good and I, I like, I hate to pimp my own one, but there's, but I also like the you pointing. Yeah. It's good if it's for like a lot of things, but then so does the Shep slap. And we yeah. do enjoy the beef. We'll have to, we'll have to figure it out. We'll have to figure it but out. But the Twitch thing has been really good fun. We finally made it to affiliate. So we're like, I guess, monetized. So there's ads on the channel, which we don't control, by the way. Yeah. You can subscribe either with money or your Twitch Prime thing. And then finally, to finish off the pimping our own stuff, because a lot of people do want to support us and don't have like a spare, and seriously, like a spare dollar or they can't justify or, they, or they're not allowed to. Or they just don't like us, full stop. Right, exactly, which is a really good point. So obviously like on YouTube, you know, liking and commenting is all good, yeah. um, sharing the stuff. But we also have an Amazon affiliate link. Yes. Which we need to start reminding people of because I know a lot of people have gone, when I mentioned it, they go, I didn't know that, I would have used that. Yeah. We will link it somewhere. I'll probably do it once every two months, remind people that it's there. Yeah. Because basically that is a way that you can buy whatever you were going to buy on Amazon. And if you get there using our link, we get a small cut. It's like we did the marketing as far as they're concerned. They're like, right? oh, who sent you? Conversation sent right. you. There you go. You it's not thing. much, but it is something. Yeah. And it just helps us out in right. any small way. And yeah, we're, we're grateful like, for it. We're for example, it. we are thinking we need to get another shotgun mic yeah. for the camera. We, we're we not putting up as a thing. When we get there, we'll attribute funds. But if we were to have made like £30 on the Amazon Prime, uh, on the Amazon affiliate link, I mean, 
that yeah, would have gone so. towards it, right? Exactly. Or that will go towards it when we get there. So that is all of our YouTube shilling done. <laughs> I promise we're done shilling. Let's make some more shills. Let's do something. Right. Think of something else. Oh, we've there. got merch. <laughs> we do have merch. Oh, Actually, shit. patrons, don't forget your merch codes. I was going to say, brand new month. You guys get a brand new code yeah, over yeah. there. So uh, 15% off all of the five game, uh, five dollars and above. To, I actually uh, genuinely, I now we will stop after, after we do this. I really do like our merch. I genuinely, unironically wear our own merch. Yeah. And, um, you know, Ethan's and all that stuff. But I do love our merch. And uh, I've had multiple, or seen multiple comments on the Discord saying like, I've been wearing this hoodie nonstop. Diogo bought one and his sister stole it. That's how good they are. The, his sister was just like, uh, I like this now. This is mine. This is mine. Yeah, it was the typical <laughs> sister thing. So so they really are, um, it is good merch. And you do get um, a discount on Patreon. Do we do, what the, we do two on Patreon, right? No, no. One discount code at the $5 tier, 15% off for all $5 Sick. and above patrons right cool. there. Right, guys. That's it. So, bro, what have you been playing? Um... As we previously mentioned, Twitch, I've been going through uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Ah, uh, yes. I put it up kind of as a joke for the test stream. Yeah. So, like, what, a week ago, I was going to test out my setup and check that the headset mic works because all the equipment lives here at, like, the Creator Studio. The Creator the Studio. Office. Definitely Pro not your spare bedroom. No, 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 no. This is an office. This is the office. Professional I office. do call it the office sometimes. It's registered under our business. Right, right. <laughs> um, in fact, maybe we should... Once we're making good money, we should probably be paying you rent. I love how you're thinking eight years in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go plan ahead. Hey, look, the As Boys guys do it. And they've started this whole network and shit. Anyway, I I threw up Ghost of Tsushima because I was like, it's a game that I love. It looks gorgeous. The combat's mm. good. So for the 10 minutes that we're here, it'll be entertaining. Anyway, five streams in. <laughs> we're, we're a good, like, seven to 10 hours into this game easily. And I think we'll probably play it yeah you're gonna go all the way through yeah I, I think i'm gonna give people the option to like every now and again maybe like i've never played warzone and people keep talking about it. it's a very popular game mm. maybe i'll jam some of that and play a few games on stream and stuff but i think we'll do a twitch ghost of tsushima playthrough nice and then i don't know what we'll do i was gonna look to see if um because you know i have fun fantasy 9 on my PS4 <laughs> to see if it was on there, but I, I don't think I'll subject people to that because that's even longer than Ghost of Tsushima, <sighs> and it is say, like 20 years old. The two things that you're known for at the moment are Ghost of Tsushima, and I was like, well, what what could you possibly? I could, didn't think for a second what else you're known yeah, for, yeah. and I'm like, what else are you gonna play? And then you say Final Fantasy Nine, like, of course, of course, Final Fantasy Nine. Yes, there's other games I love. We could play, we could play Apex, but I'm not like a freaking don at that. Like at my height. I would get like maybe you well you saw it we, we did the stream stopped I played one more game and got that was a good Amazing game for me kills, about man. five kills right yeah. that's a very good very good game for me so mm. probably not going to be the most entertaining thing I'm pretty good at Battlefront but so I need to decide what we're going to play because you do series series yeah, yeah. Sirai. that's my thing <clears> yeah and I feel like that would be cool and maybe to do I could maybe stoop to doing Black Flag oh maybe. okay i'm right. not doing red dead redemption 2 <clears throat> that's a big one i'm not mm. but black flag i could maybe stoop to say i've done it and it's like pirates and talking of the stream the last stream me and Cass we were on here talking about like we're talking about all sorts of anime and stuff and he was like i would just really love a pirate game and i was like hear me out don't know if you saw my tweet no ghost of tsushima but it's pirates right so you do like okay so i'm you, in so Reskin it so it's like Black Flag era, yeah. right? So it's like pirates that you know, not like Japanese pirates, right? 
it's got the Ghost of Tsushima combat system. Instead uh-huh. of bows, you've got pistols, right? And when you're, you you work out ship-to-ship combat, it's the only thing they don't have. Mm-hmm. And a story. And, like, you do the swipe thing and fish show you where you're going. <laughs> right? Uh, Freaking albatrosses overhead. I was going like, like, some the whale pops the wind. out and just goes yeah, that way. Or, the wind. or you go like that and the wind just blows your ship where you're going. Like, it, it's totally doable. Dolphin on its tail, just like, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. Way, yeah. <laughs> You've nailed the whole game. There's nothing left to work now, out. Look, I know I'm a Jin Sakai hater, apparently. Yeah, you absolutely so they, hate They the gotta guy. get those games, but while they're working on that, and I argue they should do a prequel and then a sequel, yeah. or either, both those, I want to see a pirate game from Sucker Punch because look, they had no right to make this game. We've said it a million times. It turned out incredible. They need to do like a Black Flag, Black Sails, treasure, do Treasure Island. Just do Treasure Treasure Island, but with the system they got here. <laughs> How did it's, you do this? It you started as a joke. A it started as a joke. <laughs> we were just like, yeah, we could do it. And then we brainstormed and we were like, no, this game needs to happen. It needs to happen so now. So I, I went from... <laughs> Like, I'm this close to tweeting Sucker Punch about my 1v1 duels to now Sucker Punch. You got a whole extra game. I'll help you brainstorm the story. I wanna, I'm imagining the tweet. It's like, Sucker Punch, I know you've been seeing all of my tweets about the 1v1 duels. I'm considering it's, genuinely doing the It's now day. changed. The campaign has now changed. Yeah. Don't worry about the 1v1 duels. You can cancel that project. Now we're talking about pirate games. I still want my 1v1 duels. <laughs> but, and this is the thing, right? People think, I think some people think the the tangents is maybe like a bit that we do or we don't have topics. That went from, like, I can't even remember how it came up. We were just talking about games and anime and stuff. And someone was like, oh, I really, uh, I just, I think Cass had just finished Black Flag or something. Right. Someone had just finished Black Flag. And they were talking about pirates. Mm. And I brought up Black Sails, which is an incredible show on Amazon Prime, Prime Video. Mm. So good. So good. Oh, my God, is that show good? And then we just got started talking about pirate games. And obviously, I haven't played Black Flag. And I said, maybe I would stoop to it. <clears throat> but then like and then I said well imagine Black Flag but it's this combat system and then we were just like no never mind scrap Black Flag <laughs> sucker punch <laughs> and we just worked on this game so that, wow that's what I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima and then working out what else to show Twitch seeing as we're on the topic of Ghost of Tsushima and Jin Sekai because you hate Jin Sekai I do I, said. I also just because this is news that you might like and I promise this isn't April Fool's thing I'm considering platinuming Ghost oh I'm considering my boy. it considering it my boy he's returning he's returning to the ocean the, <laughs> i don't know what the ocean is but he's <laughs> returning to it because every time i come to any of these things like you have to bow to signs and all this stuff anytime i naturally find them i do it all anyway because yeah. i love to see what happens and i just do that and i do find a lot of this stuff yeah because i'm all side quests but i've never been the okay go to everything specifically where are the locations go go here go here go here mm. go here but it is a game that did speak to me in a way that most other games haven't. That's the re- main reason why I started doing Platinums. Okay, not started because my first one was Thief and I didn't. that game didn't speak to me. I just wanted to get the Platinum. Why? <clears throat> yeah, that? I, I, that's a good question. I wish I could turn back time like I turned back my beard. Oh, God. To, to speak to Eddie and be like, what the frick was wrong I with you? I genuinely, okay? if you can remember, what went through, and then we'll talk about what you're playing, but what went through your head to get that game Platinum? I, man. Like, I, what made you do it? I must have looked up the trophy guide, right? Because right. I, I... Oh, did you, did you... You were probably looking to do one challenge and you found the trophy guide. Probably, that, probably, probably because... And, and something must have ticked on me one day where I just went, oh, 
this trophy thing was cool and it felt great to get. Yeah, Let yeah. me have a look at the other trophies. And I had a look right. and it was fairly easy because the game ran horribly. I can remember mm. it vividly. Such a horrible running game. I remember playing that for all <clears> of a few minutes and returning it to Blockbuster. Get it out of there. But <laughs> yeah, that's Blockbuster. A, <laughs> Blockbuster back then. Oh, God. Um, so what was I saying? Yes, that was, I think, the genesis of that. But yeah. I'm glad you're thinking about it. It would work. I would think that you would love platinuming games more because you're so close to it already. You you doing all of the side content oh, is okay. like 80% of the way there. Yeah. And you also play the story. So you just need to do that final, like, you know, cleanup quests and stuff like that. And you'd be golden. Whereas for me, I play the story and I'm like, I really like this game. I'm going to continue to platinum it. Right, right, so right. So that's different. Speaking of Jin Sakai, as I was going to say, okay, yeah. um, how do you feel about the movie that they announced that's coming out? What? There's a, a Ghost of Tsushima movie that's officially been announced in production. And the actor who's played Jin Sakai is, says, says that he's open to come back to reprise his role. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Obviously, so, so, Troy Baker will be the voice and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, he'll, he'll have to lip sync to the guy. Exactly, exactly. All the voices. We were talking about Kurosawa movies on um, on the stream, me and Cass, because yeah. we're big losers. Losers, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, no if fact. you're wondering, my two favorite are Seven Samurai, and I admit that's like the only one everyone knows. <laughs> I was going to say I don't know much. I know that one. <laughs> that's the only one everyone knows, and Yojimbo. Which, and I even said, like in my defense, I do actually just enjoy Seven Samurai. I know it's the popular one, but I just enjoy it. I love the story. Oh my god. You're excited, yeah? I really hope, I really hope they keep the theme. Because yeah. because this game is like a love letter to like ancient Japan and Kurosawa movies and all, all of that properly. And um, I really, really, really hope this is good because I will be so disappointed. Mm. That's that's the worst thing when you love something. It, it doesn't mean doesn't mean you like it more than anyone else. It means you you it hurts more when it's bad. You know. We've said it before. We're doing the Justice League, the Snyder Cut review. Yeah. People might have hated Justice League. It hurt us deeply right, right, right. because we're such uh, DC fans, yeah. and that's what would happen if this was wrong. Here, we'll get. I guess we'll get a litmus test kind of with um the the TV show, the Last of Us TV show that they're doing. Yes. Is it the so, same guys? No, not the same guys, but it is a PlayStation studio with PlayStation yeah, yeah, yeah. people running it. So they should have some influence over it. Is it going to be done faithfully? Is it going to be done good? Granted, they're completely different IPs and bit different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but it should be a kind of a, all right, this isn't so bad right, right. if it, it works Does it out. stick true to things? Like I think The Witcher proved that it can be done well mm -hmm. if, if, you, if things go right. Yeah. And we've seen other things that have proved that you can do it very, very wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried to wipe that shit from my mind, but okay. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I am terrifiedly optimistic <laughs> that it will be good because I love it and I know how good it could be. Yeah. Both the Last of Us TV show and and this movie. I didn't know they'd not. Okay, it was like brand new news. It's like yeah. a day old. Okay, it would have been talked about. It was one of the topics I was going to bring up, but it came up so naturally. Okay, I was like, this part there. What about you? What have you been playing? I Days Gone again. <clears throat> Do you know what Days Gone has been the majority of it in between Justice League rewatches. <laughs> And Smallville rewatches. Sixth watch on the uh, Justice League right there. It's really good. I finished that last night, by the way. My second watch. Yeah. Damn, is that movie good. I, I liked, I gave it the full week at least. Yeah. To check that the hype had like ebbed away. And it, it wasn't, wasn't just, just the excitement of it. It is really thing. genuinely good. It's up there. It's, it's in my top three for hero movies. Potentially my favorite. It's yeah. so good. 
It's so good. Well, you guys will find out our opinions. Oh, this I mean, Sunday. you'll have to tune in. Yeah, to he find didn't out. say that right yeah, there. Tune in on Sunday chop, to Streamcast. I'll just cut that out right there. On the Four Pillars Network, link in the description. You guys can go see over there our final bit. Um, so in between playing Days Gone, yeah, um, I have been playing. I played a bit more of the Out uh, Outriders demo. Yeah, yeah. I still feel the same way about it. I still feel that it's it's fun. I still feel like there's some rough edges, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I still feel like. I've got that hint of worried feeling inside of me because yeah, today yeah. is the official release day yeah. and I tried to look up some reviews for it. Granted, it's an online game. So usually what most big outlets do is they put a, a review in progress type thing where they're like, give our initial impressions, but we won't put a number on it yet because we don't know right. what it... Because the end game is what it's all about. And shit yeah, like the that. end game is what it's about and like... 10 million users haven't hit the servers and started beefing with us and stealing found our every, loot. And every stupid part of the game. Right, right. All the bugs and broken bits. And exactly. Yeah, yeah. And bits that just, they thought worked, but actually is really crap. Yeah, really at crap. scale don't work at all. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but there are no impressions yet out there, which makes me think that the review embargo was really, really late or people got the codes really, really late and they haven't put anything up. Video idea. Uh, exactly Uh, i'm hoping to do it i did send out a request to square enix to get some codes for us so if we do then you know we'll we'll, we'll do that um i might still buy it i'm still on the edge but i did say last time that my my feelings for it have kind of been damped a little bit they've kind of been damped down because it's a game pass game now it's free on game pass if you have a game pass subscription day one which doesn't speak like there's a lot of confidence in the game when you do that. I know what you feel, what you're saying. It's sort of like, we want lots of people on the game. What's yeah. the best way to get lots of people on it? It's not to make a good game. It's to make it free to a bunch of people. Because if it was good, then it would speak to itself. And the only reason why you take a, a, an offer like this from Microsoft or from anyone, yeah, in yeah. fact, is because you look at the pre-order numbers that you've got and you're like, damn, this isn't good enough. Yeah, yeah. Let's make a deal. Because... Uh, all Stars, Destruction All Stars mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was free day one on PlayStation, uh, yeah. PlayStation Plus. Guarantee you those guys saw the pre order numbers and they were like, six. Well, oh, right, right. I, okay, I guess we're going to take up whatever offer yeah, we can like get. Six thousand? Six million? Oh, oh, six mm. hundred. Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely what happened. So that's the feeling I get. I don't know. That's just my educated opinion. Yeah, and look, hopefully you're wrong. Good games are always good, right? Like. That- that's the thing. Yeah. I'm hoping that it was just because when it came out, a lot of people were like, oh, it's generic. So maybe it's just people wrote it off. You're right. But it could still be a good game in there. Yeah. And I hope it is. I'm hoping to see what it's like. Uh, a lot of people will be streaming it today, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, hopefully. And I'll find out about it as well and I'll be able to tell you guys next week, hopefully. Like, <clears throat> I would love I would love it to be at its worst, like a Destiny ripoff. Because then it'll be good. <clears throat> not for everybody, not for yeah. me. that means it's good like people are still playing destiny destiny hasn't got any worse yeah right it's only either improved or stayed the same and just added new content yeah so if it's if that's its worst good exactly exactly but we we won't know until we know yeah next week you guys will find out all about that um and i'll be sure to give you guys my opinion on that yeah for sure so bro yes as we said before, this is the True Gamer Podcast. It is. Coming to everybody's eyes and ears every Saturday, but one day earlier for all the patrons out there. If you want to be a patron, go to Patreon. That's right. Conversations. That is right. It was made <clears throat> possible, in fact, yes, by the cyberbullies over on patreon.com forward slash conversations at the $5 tier, who specifically requested this. Well, I say requested, demanded. Demanded. They they really, they, they were quite mean about it. They were. Just like, you... They sent strongly worded letters, handwritten letters. Exactly. <laughs> with like second priority mail. 
you know <laughs> super urgent right, right, right. <laughs> like you need to make this thing happen like we're not okay with just movie club just anime club just what are the other clubs we do uh, stream streamcast uh the conversations podcast mm, mm. the uh hentai club hentai uh, club <laughs> streaming uh you, you guys playing videos it's not enough what we really need is another podcast specifically about gaming and and game stuff because of course we are two gamers exactly and we make this for you the true gamers so was that an ash ketchup <laughs> sick by the way i came this close to freaking ban and joe mccormack what because he, he said do? uh that the, the pokemon sounded like zelda Oh, with the notification. Yeah, I was this close, Joe. I was this freaking close. We'll do it. We'll do it. Freaking filthy FIFA net fanatic. <laughs> anyway, those motherfuckers at the five dollar tier that forced us to make this gaming podcast are those mother duckers are <laughs> <coughs> Jeremy Horde, Sab two five five seven, Raj. Uh, we'll try to scroll too fast there. Record friction, real Kermit Cinema, Diogo. It's just a garbage truck on fire. Right. Isn't it? Um, Diogo, Adam Sunling, Dan, Catsper Coral, Isak Manny, Doc Nutella, Fire Demons, Smokeless Fire, Must, no. Must Kill Him. You killed Sully. No, no, this can't be real. I gotta get out. I gotta get Is out. That his Discord name. The yeah. whole thing. The not this good name, uh, Patreon name. Oh, okay, that's what I meant, Patreon. I'll be scory. Tim Allen is a cunt. Uh, Hooded Dude, Benedict Clobbers, Zack Snyder's son, aka Batfan, Max H, Fishy, Christian, Jackal, Cobra SS, the Jackal, sorry, uh, Jack Nicholas, J Joe McCormack, uh, and Joe McCormack, that's the last one. Yes, and Joe yeah. McCormack. Thank you, bro, so save, much for keeping the lights and mics on the gaming going here. Save the patients. worst for last, Joe. Worst I watched last. some of his... Uh, he was streaming some FIFA. AC thing. Yeah. And I watched you do the same puzzle in some freaking thing. You have to, it's like in a church thing, you have to run across things and pull down shit. Guy took forever. And I wanted to publicly shame him. I was going to say worse than me. <laughs> I want to say he was, but it was very funny because, because, because I have it on good authority, he isn't that bad. It was because he was live. Hey. Because uh, it's, it's not that easy. It's not easy when you've got the camera pointed at you, but also. That game parkour sucks. We it's, know that for a fact. True. So it's true. It's regarded as the worst in the in the gaming industry, as far as I'm exactly. aware. They say Assassin's Creed people are like terrible <sighs> parkour. parkour. That's it. That's it. That's it. One final announcement about patrons and Patreons yeah. and all that crap. Uh, it's Chris's birthday today. Oi! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, man! So there you go. There you go. Shout out. There you go. You do get a free shout out because yeah, it's your birthday. A free shout out, but I'll be expecting my check. <laughs> exactly. Please uh, send that money to us. <laughs> to our new PO box. What? <laughs> Are we going to do that? I don't know. I, I'm I'm under the impression that PO boxes cost cost a lot of money, so I don't know. We'll have to find out. Anyway, bro, let's yes. get talking about our topics. Yes, we have a couple of topics to talk about today. Uh, one of them being how Xbox uh, Live is officially dead. Uh, how Gotham Knights is also dead and okay. we need to hear decide whether or not cyberpunk 2077 is dead well rip in peace <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of death in the gaming industry a lot of death a lot of death in this episode as well yeah so cyberpunk 2077 yeah. this is a video this uh, is a topic i wanted to bring up for a couple of weeks now and it's great that it's worked out here because recently two things have happened so yeah. three things i should yeah. say one, Cyberpunk released its uh, uh, patch 1.2, which yes. uh, was supposed to fix a ton of bugs and things and like that. And be in that. January. Uh, <laughs> and be in January, exactly. In February, one of them as well. And it came out, and the bug list is 
easily 800 bugs yes so uh the it came out and um i think they were trying to say look how many bugs we fixed yes what i took away from it was look how many bugs you shipped yes that's my thoughts as well and what's really funny as well is that when they were announcing this roadmap of the 1.1 patch 1.2 and all the other stuff like that uh the CEO, whoever it was at that time, was like, we didn't know about the bugs that were shipped with this game. We're very sorry about that, but we will take care of them. You didn't know 800 bugs? You didn't know? Then that just speaks volumes for how terrible you are. Yeah. You just publicly admit that's so strange. It, it, it is trying to, I think they're trying to avoid extra flack coming their yeah. way, right? And I think that is also a mistake mm. that... um. A clean break is always preferable to a long, slow, like, disease or whatever that analogy works out to. Yeah. <laughs> where if they'd have said, we're releasing the bugs and we want to release a statement, which is, we released this game, we were under incredible pressure to do it, and we were focused on the wrong thing, which was getting the game out to you. Mm. And instead, we should have been focused on maybe disappointing a few people about it being late, but bringing out the game as it was intended. And we made a mistake. Mm. and it did ship with a lot of bugs more than we realized at the time actually we thought these were things that could be hot fix or small bugs that people wouldn't notice and obviously we were, we were wrong about that yeah and i'm really sorry we've fixed a lot like you can see that the dev team has been working night and day to get all these bugs fixed there's been a lot we shouldn't have shipped it like this but we wanted to get it to you and that has been our mistake we hope you enjoy the game and it should run better now we're really sorry blah 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 all that's that what it should that should have been the thing and everybody would have gone because as much as I hate it, I've still got that like beaten wife syndrome. Like they do love me really. Yeah. Just, I just make them so angry. You know, like I get I, that I, feeling as well. I feel like they could still claw back a majority of that goodwill mm. with the correct messaging, presenting stuff properly. And like, for example, if now he they'd come out and said, as you can see, the bug list is pretty extensive. The roadmap was to get the bug fixes in January and then content in February or whatever it was. And there's a February for this patch and they got it in March. Right. And then there's going to be, then it was just this blanket statement of the right. rest of the year yeah, is yeah. when we're going to get content. Uh, and stuff like, like as you can tell, we're, we're behind schedule. We, it, we're, we're working on it. Like yeah. it is a hundred percent our mission to make this game what you thought it was going to be and what we thought we were going to give to you and content will be coming. Like we have people working, you know, that should be the messaging. Instead, it's like, oh, we didn't know. How do you miss 800 yeah. bugs? Or have a, it's, it's in the hundreds, it's deep. Like you have to yeah. scroll for a long time to get to the bottom of that list. People were taking screenshots and like stitching them together yeah. and stuff like that. And it was ridiculously long, too yeah. long to even think like- You need it, a panor panoramic photo. That's exactly yeah. what it was. It was like this really long stretched out yeah. thing. And I'm just like, wow right and because of the bad messaging people yeah. focused on the number of bugs not how much work's been done to fix them exactly there are things that should have not been in there like now i think cars will not run you over no matter what and it was like uh thing um MP ncpd will uh will not spawn right next to you when you do something wrong right, right. and i'll tell you something funny this was at least a funny thing um they fixed the positioning of v the way she sleep he or she sleeps so you know in the in the game when she goes to bed or he goes to bed, I say she because I play yeah, as a female one, the one, she, one. Yeah, yeah. but um, she goes she goes to she goes to sleep and she's sideways on the bed. Yes. So like the bed's this way and she sleeps this way. Yeah. And then all the people were like, "The fuck is this? Yeah. What monster sleeps like that?" Anyway, they changed it so now she sleeps like that. <laughs> Again, 
That's a bug I like. I like that, it. I fix that, it. <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah. And again, if you're doing the messaging, you should have said, we fi- the, the things we know that have been bugging you the most, the most important, the things that are really <laughs> affecting your quality of life in the game. Number one, V now sleeps probably in the bed. You know, like, turn it sleeps bit, like a human. <laughs> right, turn it into a bit of a joke while addressing the serious issue yeah. that you shipped a game that should never have shipped like that. But again, look, we understand from a business perspective, they're in a tough spot because there were nowhere near enough next-gen consoles no. produced, let alone like before there were constraints with the, all of 2020, the deleted years, yes. calamity. Don't mind me, I'm just going to close the window because I'm fucking, my right. feet are freezing. Uh, so that is unfortunate. I'm, I still do honestly believe, and I'd like to know in the comments if you think as well, that CDPR could claw it back. So this is a, this is interesting. There's a, I'm going to mention it I'm going to mention it now, okay. but it's based on the... I put this tweet out based on the next thing that we're going to talk about with CDPR. Right. I said, um, I know a lot of people aren't really bothered by... Uh, aren't really bothered uh, with what CDPR has to say after the atrocious launch of two, uh, yeah. Cyberpunk 2077. But I'm curious, did yesterday's video and then your approach to game development and workflow change your feelings of them at all? And 70% of people are like, didn't change anything for me. So a lot of people are very much in the camp where they're just like, oh, I just don't really what's care about the... what's going So let me mention what yeah. this is then. So after the patch came out, yeah. the day after that, uh, CDPR released a 25-minute video mm-hmm. explaining how essentially after all of this, they've been shaken up and they've been kicked into gear and they've changed the way that they develop games. Okay. The way that they interact with all of their developers in, inside the studio to hopefully not have a mistake like this happen again. Right. Um, and also how they're going to develop games in the future. So rather than just we make one game and then we stop and then go over to another game, they're going to make games in parallel, they say. Right. And they're going to make the Red Engine very easy to work over all of their games so like cyberpunk and uh, um witcher and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. so that when they change something when they come up with something for say like the npc design it will be the same and it won't be broken in one game okay, and over okay, there. okay okay it was an interesting video there was yeah. a lot they talked about and to be honest a lot of stuff they maybe probably didn't have to say in terms of finances in terms okay. of merchandise and stuff like that they were very transparent and i have to say that being wife syndrome that you said is like when they spoke that transparently i was like yeah yeah, maybe. I kind of get a good feeling from you guys. This is the old CDPR that we know. Yeah. Now, does that change anything? Does it mean that uh, they're just words at, right now? Yeah. It's still yeah, going to yeah. be a long time. It's like 2021, they said they're going to work on bug fixes. They're going to get out the next gen patch for both Witcher and uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. And their content is going to be literally the last thing they think about. Yeah. And if everything's done, then they'll get that back out. Yeah. There. And by the way, just to let you guys know, it's been over a hundred days now that since uh, Cyberpunk's not been on the PSN store. Yeah. So this is unprecedented. I don't know how this is. This yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not many people are talking about it. And I'm just like fucking here gobsmacked. How do you feel? I mean, you haven't seen the video because it is quite yeah. a long video, yeah, yeah. but imagine that they are standing there. They're being very open. They're telling you about everything that they can at least not making it boring for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to, they've changed the way that they're going to develop games in the future. With, there are two timelines here. Mm-hmm. One is the dark side arrives and Superman switches teams, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the timeline they started on with Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. The other timeline is they stop the stupid suit messaging. They come to us and we'll tell you the messaging for your bug fixes and stuff. 
But okay, you, so you did a, a poll on Twitter, right? Seventy yeah. percent. <clears throat> we we're not going to trust them. We can't. They can't get our respect back. Yeah. But that's online. I, I mean. What I mean to say is not that people aren't telling the truth, but it's very easy to be super negative while you're online. And then in reality... Flipping and whatnot, right. how you feel inside is different. Exactly. And then, and not to plan ahead or not to think ahead that when the next-gen patch for The Witcher 3, which is going to be free, it better be free, yeah, comes out, that people don't fall <clears throat> back in love with The Witcher and CDPR and look at what they made. And then by that point, hopefully, Cyberpunk is, if not a good game, fixed, at least not a broken game, not bad. And then maybe you're softened a bit, right? Yeah. And then they bring out some banger DLC for um, uh, Cyberpunk. They announce their next game being something that you're looking forward to mm-hmm. that doesn't sound too ambitious, that they've said we've learned from our mistakes. Yeah. We're planning ahead. We're not going to uh, start with a huge project. We're going to make something and then add to it rather than make this enormous thing and take away from it. Mm. Then y- I hate to say it, but I, I think I would be brought back in. I'm on that edge as well. But. Yeah. We've seen it with Bethesda. We've seen it with Ubisoft. Right. Where they they make some bangers early on. Which I feel like it's okay to say CDPR was in the early stages. Like Witcher 3. Even at even at Cyberpunk, they're still a relatively young house, right? Yeah, twenty years I was or something. S- the the way they they did up there, they're like the amount of people working yeah, for them. But they very, brand new company. company. They, they very much uh, went from okay, we're the small guys that made The Witcher Three, yeah, and then they went, we're gonna make the best game in the world, right. and we all bought into it with yeah, this yeah. massive team, and and then it just all flopped on them. Yeah. And it, it also makes sense that what like ten xing the size of the team, you might lose some of the vision and the the um, tight knit goal oriented passionate family feeling right there, yeah. not that they shouldn't have grown but maybe the size they grew um and how much they were like hey well, this is the thing well we're gonna need this many people and they just hired probably the best people for the jobs i don't doubt that yeah but what they missed was those years of tight-knit working together learning each other's things what do they want what does the cut what does the not customer base but the player base like yeah. and love and looking at the data and having all those meetings for five years while they make this passion project that which is one and two i believe were somewhat popular but very niche hadn't really paid off no one's getting becoming like multi-millionaires driving no. lamborghinis because of that game no. and so growing that fast you have the growing pains right yeah. and the growing pains happens to be on potentially what was supposed to be the biggest game ever yeah yeah i uh that's pretty much the basis of like yeah. how i feel as well like i after watching the video, I did have a feeling inside me, like I said, that CDPR were going back to the CDPR that we knew. And maybe it's the constant optimist in yeah, me yeah. where I want to be hopeful. And it was a company that I loved. You guys all saw that my how hyped I was for the game. And then also a couple of weeks ago when I famously said, like, you know, I think enough time's passed for me to be able to say I've healed yeah. enough to say I was disappointed by this game. I always want to be turned around and go, yes. This is it. This is the it one that's going to be like done. You, like it to be turned around. Yeah. I do like to be turned around and just giving it good, you know? Right, right. <laughs> um, you want them to deliver. Exactly. Deliver that stuff to me, baby. Um, and I, maybe it's that, but I did get the sense that these guys had learned something. Now, it, does, it doesn't matter what I feel at the yeah. end of the day. It matters about what actions they're going to put to these words. Oh, sure. And they seem committed from what I, from the feeling that I got. Um, they mentioned as well this flywheel um, strategy, business strategy yeah. when it comes to making games, where they go, we made The Witcher 1, we made 
uh, merchandise for it and it made us money. And then we used that money to make Witcher 2. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. that made even more merchandise, made even more of this and it drove our name up as well in the community and everyone loved it. And we sold more copies. And then we made Witcher 3 and then it made even more and more and more. And it's like going round and it's making yeah, itself yeah. go faster and faster. And they said, we're going to do the same thing, approved business strategy for Cyberpunk which hopefully means they're going to make more cyberpunks and that was always the plan in the first place. It makes sense for it to be a, a continuing series. Exactly. However, none of those games before, none of The Witcher 3 had the catastrophic launch that yeah. Cyberpunk did. And the question I want to ask you is, can Cyberpunk be saved? Y yes, but it depends. Hmm it needs two things to happen go ahead more than anyone understands which i mentioned a minute ago yeah. it needs the messaging to get right yeah can't be suit messaging for the suits for the investors yeah even though that's healthier for the company it's not healthy like it's the short-term thing it's like what we say about game pass not actually being pro-consumer yeah because the devs never make the money they need to improve so short term make messaging for making investors feel good is good but long term it's negative and long term good messaging for your player base is better than yeah. short term right short term it doesn't help you really but it over the long run it helps that i think is much more critical than anyone seems to really know because i'm losing more trust in cyberpunk because of their messaging yeah. rather than their performance since being having experienced cyberpunk yeah there was one thing as well that they mentioned to go with yeah, messaging go is that they said they also want to start teasing their game, start their hype cycles a lot later than before. Well, so like eight years for Cyberpunk. <laughs> they go, we might tease a project, but we're not going to start getting you guys all excited and going to trade shows and stuff like right, that right. for eight years beforehand. And I was like, that you, sounds like a good idea. That's a good idea. I'm glad you saw that. <laughs> messaging needs to be on point. Yeah. I think that's part of the messaging, yeah. I would say. And then, and this might be my personal feeling, I will give them one and a quarter more chances. Yeah. And it's, but it's back to front. The quarter is the first bit that they have to get. Right. Which is DLC. Yes. If they, if they really deliver on the DLC, <clears throat> then I will give them the chance of another game. Mm. But that, I'm done after that. Because I've seen Bethesda, I've seen Bioware, I've, I've seen all these guys who you trusted, who you knew made great games, fail and stop doing it. Yeah. And and not maybe fail is the wrong word, but just stop delivering in the way that they were deliver, delivering before. Yeah. Or turn great things like, I hate to poke at 343, but they took one of the biggest franchises in the world, kind of turned it into a joke. Right with Halo? Yeah, they did. And so I think they need to really perform with the with the DLC. Now, there is a chance... With DLC, well, since bringing that up and whatnot, um, there was a leak on the Epic Games Store uh, detailing a bunch of expansions, leaks and whatnot, something to do with uh, okay. 2077. It was there for a brief moment and then it got deleted right. and whatnot. It was like Ripper Dock expansion, Body Shop expansions, Fashion Forward expansion, Gangs Night City, and it goes on and on. It looks it looks like they've maybe the stuff they were going to start with the stuff the they pitched at the beginning look there's no reason that i shouldn't be able to um adjust my body right it's it's cyberpunk i should be able to get body modification isn't the thing of cyberpunk. Right? why would you like oh, come on now <laughs> so <laughs> ironic <laughs> it really bugs me because 
technically you are right because so like you can get the power jump or the double jump now technically that yeah that does mean that your legs are getting modified or additions or you're taking yeah. flesh off and adding stuff but you don't really get to see that in your in v's mod or anything you can just now jump higher or double jump yeah same with the arms like yeah you get mantis blades or gorilla arms or whatever but you don't really see it unless you're using them and you can't change the arms maybe i want full robo arms yeah why can't I get a robo arm like Johnny Silverhand or both? And while like those augmentations, those like uh, yeah. that cyberware is a massive part of it, an even bigger part is the cosmetics side of it. That's exactly, and yeah. that's the part that we don't right. have. And they the they boasted about they boasted about the customization. I can change yeah. the size of my my dick from big to small. Though. Also, <laughs> like, I love how the they're small is. I was going to say, I was going to say the big wasn't even too big. I, was I feel like, like that's a psyop. That's uh, definitely someone yeah. trying to like do some propaganda. Stuff I was expecting it. monster versus pin pick. Right. <laughs> I think the pinprick dick would have been funny. Uh, yeah. Where's my optimal 1.8? <laughs> but, you know, we need, the DLC needs to deliver and not just the stuff in game. Like why can't we get haircuts and stuff? That, that should be so addressed dumb. anyway. Forget DLC. Like DLC needs to be like blood and wine and heart of stone, right? Yeah. That's DLC and they know how to do DLC. If that's good, or if that's okay and the messaging is on point. Like, yeah. if it comes out and it's buggy, the messaging shouldn't be, we're going to fix it, it should be, fuck. Mm. But someone should go on there to and be like, shit. Yeah. You know, like, they, they need to need to be upfront about it, like, we, yep, we're, we're going to get fixed, I swear. You know, like, we, we promise. We, yeah, we, we fucked up. Right, it needs the messaging needs to be right, the DLC needs to be good, and then I'll give them the chance at one more game. Yeah. But if that isn't it, they're done. For me, anyway. I think that's where I'm at as well. The The current game, I can see what the current game would be after it's fixed. I can already envision what that yeah. is like. Because, to be honest, my experience wasn't too, too bad. If you made it run smooth, it's not going to drastically change what the story was. It's not going to drastically change how yeah. I interacted with the game. Yeah. Or like that. It's just going to be smoother. That's not going to be the game that we were expecting. That's I not agree. the game that we were promised. That's not the game that was being hyped up for so many years. Yeah. So it's not going to change. It's not going to save Cyberpunk for me. But the DLC, and if they bring in all these features that were promised and all these things that we did think it was, that are, a lot of them are reasonable, not outlandish things to think about. Like a subway system. Fucking everyone yeah. could... I'm sure it's not that big of a deal. And you can put an underground world in with that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Haircuts, car customization, stuff like that. It totally plausible we're not asking for much if you put that stuff in there then maybe i'll be like do you know what this is closer to a full-fledged world that we were thinking yeah. of and i might be able to say yes it's safe and so much that groundwork has has been is in the game it just never all came together look it's it's a um it's a fictional world you can do what you want why can't we get a floating tech island that yeah. comes by as like so a new part of the map without you having to change night city you add a place that's come and docked yeah and it's this giant you know, like a district, like, you know, Watson or wherever, and it just floats towards Night City. A new part of Pacifica. <laughs> right, exactly. And you start, you roll out a patch so that the news says, you know, like uh, Pacifica movie island or whatever yeah. is docking uh, for its annual thing or once every five years it's coming in or something. And then, then it was released, but you've been, while you're playing the game, the news has been telling you it's coming. Yeah. So that will be a way to, one potential way to do it. I just think <sighs> Cyberpunk's big problem for me because we both played it on the PS5, so it ran pretty smooth despite even on the PS5 atrocious load times. Yeah, at least the load screens to get in. Yeah, <sighs> it 
was very easy to put down. Yeah, I actually yeah. really enjoyed the game. My experience of it, I enjoyed a lot of the characters who, like, I loved Pan Am. Like, unironically, I think that was a brilliantly. He means love like he wants a waifu pillow. Over oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. If if she was for real, I'd ask her to do the afro. <laughs> like you know those mouse pads where they have the two bumps yeah, 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 for the... boobs, but have it for her ass. That's it. Her ass is definitely Pan Am packing heat. Mm. Pan Am got a Buick in the back, you know, like she, <laughs> she a Buick in yeah, the back. She's, like she's, she's back in heat, <laughs> but like Pan Am's a really beautiful character. Yeah, and uh, you have some. And I, if you were to play it again, I really highly recommend you romance her. The the romance is it's a beautiful scene. The look at the end of the day, you're trying to get laid. I get it, but like the way you guys where you do it, it's very Blade Runner. It's so cool. It it's really good. I would say exactly the same for Jude. I want to do as it. Well. it. It's done so great. And I was like, wow, I feel a bond with her. Yeah, This really, is really nice. The, the big problem for me, though, is once you've sort of done that, <clears throat> the character just kind of goes away. Really. Yeah. It's you just made this beautiful romance. Yeah. Beautiful relationship afterwards. after it's done. Yeah, like there should very much be like text backwards and forwards or like calling you to see how you're doing how the mission's going okay you finished the mission does that mean we can be together i've still got a few more jobs because you know you got you still want to be able to play in the world like hey me and uh, the what the what the not silverados the freaking the what are they called her clan oh the the alvarados or something wait the people on the 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 nomads on the outside they're called the i don't know what they're called her clan has a name i forget avocado avocados it's like avocados avocados like we're <laughs> avocado doing a, like, and toast. like and this sounds really cheesy but like hey we're doing a, a cookout and me and name some of the npcs you've interacted with and mm-hmm. saved or one died and so they don't get named want you to come you know like have me doing this relationship coming backwards and forwards because i make my money in night city being yeah. muscle or whatever a merc but i have this relationship or same with judy or same with do you know what the, Why don't what's, we have that? what's bad about this is that in another game, say like Assassin's Creed or something like yeah, that, yeah. the romance might have might be a reason for you to open, open up another dialogue tree or something like that, but that's the only reason for it. And yeah. it's done so terribly because it's only getting to a, a, that objective. Yeah. In Cyberpunk 2077, the romance is so you can have a different ending. Yeah. Except as well as giving you that option to have another ending and that being the actual ultimate goal, yeah. they give this amazing romance before and you're like, oh, this is so beautiful. This is a great human story. Right. It's beautiful. It really is. But then nothing in between that last yeah. bit. And it's almost more of a crime because they give you something great and then they just put it to the side. The game starts here. You do your romance and it peaks. And then once the romance is over, you're back to where the game was. Yeah. And you have this enormous, just sheer drop back to where it was. Like, where did that relationship go? The world for V is totally different because of this relationship. Why is it not, even in a minor way there, the character goes from being that incredibly deep, passionate, developed character that you fell in love with to just like an NPC that you know. And that I really hated. I can't put my finger on what it was about. Because I did enjoy playing the game. I liked the gunplay. I liked the double jumps. I, I liked the aspects of it. It looks good. I liked the Easter eggs, like the Death Stranding Easter egg, which uh, Corwin put in the show until he just found that. Yeah, good stuff. But I did find the game easy to put down. Yeah. In a way that, like The Last of Us 2 or Ghost of Tsushima, which in fairness, you know, there's a bang of games as well. 
I or The Witcher Three. But I still, just, you were engrossed when you were in it. Yeah, you're like, I need to get back to it. Right. You go out to the shop because your missus wants to go f- to go shopping. You're yeah. like, quick, let's hurry up so I can get right. back to this. Exactly. The ten minutes that we waste here is ten minutes I don't get to spend playing the game. Whereas with Cyberpunk, although I did enjoy it while I had the game up, I don't feel called back to. It. I don't feel like I'm being dragged back to the controller to. I have to finish. I have to finish. I don't Which feel that. And that's the thing that that's the thing that is missing yeah and like, you can't quantify that you can't hard, put, your, yeah. put your name to it. it's like this is the thing to do but that's the thing that i'm thinking about when i say can cyberpunk be saved even if they fix the bug fixes it's not going to add that to it it's not going to yeah. add that quality to it and that's what needs to be in the game for it to be saved maybe dlc will do it maybe the it needs to be a free dlc obviously it has to be yeah there can be paid expansions down the road i'm fine I with that totally agree if this free dlc comes out and it's banging like you said and it adds all those little nuances those little yeah. things that we wanted in the world the the to make night city feel like a city that you want to live in then the people live in people live in yeah. as well and actually make it something that we talk about amongst friends in on the po- true game podcast like yeah. here right now yeah. then i'll think it'll be saved but it's hard because I don't think that kind of feeling can be put in afterwards. It doesn't seem like something that can just be retroactively added to a game to go, now the game has it. The it we spoke about, it's there. Devil's Advocate, mm. I don't know. I don't think Cyberpunk needs to get it to be saved. Because we're not really looking to save Cyberpunk 2077. We're looking to save uh, CDPR for the next cyberpunk game so all it, the game has to do is be good mm. because that it factor is what made Ghost of Tsushima Last of Us 2 God of War great would they trust would anybody trust the next game if they like, I, mean, well, they, I think you'd still you'd wait a week and then see everybody raving right. about it so probably can't, you'd probably get in the end I think you deliver with the DLC you bring in like the cosmetics or the, all the, and that I don't even count as DLC that should be in the game so you patch that stuff in patches yeah you patch that stuff in. The DLC comes out and it is, you know, first of all, it's not buggy. It works and it's <laughs> and it's a good, incredible story. Like, make Sadly it. We have to say that. <laughs> yeah, make it like like um, probably. I think the pitch is blood and wine. Yeah, you go to a new area with new people, and you figure something out. And you you should do that. They should make CD. They should make Cyberpunk uh, like a fifteen-hour standalone game that comes as free dlc mm. that saves it where it's, it's full production like v's great there's a romance or two there's like missions there's intrigue mystery danger all of that stuff i'll give it to you a prequel a prequel with even another character maybe jackie something a jackie prequel oh there you go a Jackie prequel and what's the um, uh, rogue rogue prequel as well yeah, she's a great that. character that that would be great right that would be great so that so so and the the point is not to save cyberpunk 2077 i mm. think we can agree that when it's not going to get it it's mm. not going to get the thing that just makes you need to pick up the I, and i hope some people did get their experience looks like the general consensus is even for the people that enjoyed it like you and i did yeah. it was not like i never felt desperate to find the next bit or do the next thing while i'm playing it i played a long time and i did enjoy it but never felt called back to the controller mm. it just needs to save cdp uh, cdpr's reputation for making stuff so you do that like prequel or whatever mm. 
remind people that actually yeah we can make a great game and this all works and all the stuff we've patched in and we're really sorry we messed up cyberpunk 2087 is the thing right or 2085 you pick another another thing they've established the world and just like they did with witcher one they do cyberpunk 2 or whatever yeah and they make it incredible and if it's incredible then yes saved like i don't i think we're past saving 2077 yeah but we can we can recover it you know at least make it a a functioning person at least yeah not like the greatest thing in the world but make it a functioning thing yeah i would love the discussion to be man cyberpunk 2077 what a rough launch but by the end of it a pretty good product yeah and then if they made the cyberpunk 2 yeah whatever we're gonna call it we'll call it that uh and it was a direct continuation in terms of story or in terms of yeah, something yeah. with the cyberpunk. And by the time that game comes out, they've done all the updates and they've made all the fixes and it's an actual good game or it's got all these extra features inside that weren't in it at launch. Yeah. Then it might be one of those situations where you go, you know, if you're going to play cyberpunk 2 and you didn't play cyberpunk 1 because not a lot of people wanted to yeah. after how it went, maybe go back and play it. It's yeah. actually changed quite a lot now. It's quite good. Well, And then that might be a way to save it. I'll pitch you my idea for cyberpunk 2 because I think CDPR have to do it. Yeah. You, V leaves the life. You you still play as V. Yeah. V left the life and yeah. settles down with pick your romance, or nothing. If he didn't have a romance, <laughs> your romance option is killed and you're pulled back into the life. Oh, there we go. There you go. And so, but now, why did you need to play seventy seven? Because you get your romance option. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if I lose Pan Am, I'm burning the fucking city down. <laughs> she, honestly, she You was, thought John Wick was bad. <laughs> I will be straight up with you. It's her, her, by a long way, was the best thing in the game that, yeah. that I experienced. And Rogue was pretty good. But actually, some of Johnny Silverhand's quests are like, did you meet Kerry Uridine and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Those were quite cool. But not like super passionate, but they were quite cool. You know when you meet Kerry... Let Bob went off, guys, for those of you maybe audio virgins. Side mission, spoiler alert, uh, you can do a gig. Yeah. You go and meet the band. I absolutely fell in, light with that, in love with that Midnight Chick or whatever her name yeah. was. I didn't even notice. <laughs> Who knew that was a thing? I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't even clock it in the game. <laughs> this is a thing that I have. I didn't know that. Because she was like full like ebony goddess, wasn't she? Yeah. With the afro. She had the afro. How did I not notice that? There you go. You see, you're picking up on these little clues now. Afros have been my thing for a while. How did it take to getting to 30 to know I had a thing for this? How did I not know this before? (laughs) It's such a weird one. That took me by surprise, I'm telling you. His search history is going to get a whole lot different now. (laughs) Right, right. right. I'm going to have to be here. Afro. (laughs) So I think we can save save the Cyberpunk franchise. And I think that would be the way to do it, which is Mm. you, you have a reason to play 2077 now. Yeah. So you can get your romance and look, Judy gets murdered or kidnapped, put, assumed killed. Yeah. And now V V has a compelling reason to get in, either full revenge or um or like finding her. Mm. Right? And and maybe they make it some of the options that you picked in the previous game determine if Judy gets murdered or That'll if she gets cool. kidnapped. Stimulate your previous save, innit? Right. That'd be that's it's always interesting when they do that. It's hard, obviously, yeah. because fucking, how do you you want to tell a, a a tight story? But how do you tell a tight story when there's variables all over the place? Who did you romance, and did you leave this one in particular character alive or dead or something? Right, exactly, a fixer exactly. or a, a dangerous character, mm. powerful character that you helped hurt or killed or, or didn't kill, whatever. They're the person that there. that get this thing, and who did you romance? I think it could be done. 
I think it could and be. And to that. be fair, this is your idea, not the plan that they have. Maybe no, they have something no. different planned. But, but, but again, yeah. the, the best thing in Cyberpunk was the human stories. Yeah. And there are about two of them. It was the romance. Although I need. I was going to say, I want to go back and like romance River. I want to go back and romance. There's a, a gay dude, a, gay, a male gay romance who I don't know who that is. Hmm. <clears throat> I forget. There must be. Maybe it is River. I think there's four I romances. River, I don't know. Romance I, I do is, romance River. But... Romance is the straight female romance i believe river is the straight female romance yeah. i believe so i don't know who the but i want to go back and experience all of those there you go but i'm not called back to the game that's the problem that's the problem i want to like you, panam is I, incredible. I know panam is incredible from what you're saying but oh i don't have the drive to go back oh my god panam is so good anyway let me read out a few comments because yeah. i did ask our guys what they thought about cyberpunk and could it be saved yeah um Joe McCormack writes into our patreon.com forward slash conversations just like you guys can by being a patron for as little as a dollar a month little as a dollar a month yeah. yeah conversation podcast for that as well um, can cyberpunk be saved he says I think the answer to that question depends on the which perspective you start to answer the question from no shame for me to admit that my gut reaction was no but in reality from the gameplay point of view and the bugs etc I think it uh, yeah I think yeah it absolutely can I think they can vastly improve the overall experience from that standpoint. However, I think the public perception means that ultimately, no, this game cannot be saved. Not to a good level anyway. They released the patch the other day and people were still laughing at them. And I think that that's... Uh, something they'll never shake off. I personally will never buy the game, but more because I heard that the ACC... That the ACC, the story... Maybe it's the actual story... The, Maybe. the actual story wasn't even particular jaw particularly jaw dropping good rather than the bugs so there you go so yeah. someone who it's not really a sort of like eh, they maybe could but i don't feel like they can my one i guess concern is are we asking how do we save cyberpunk 2077 or how do we save the cyberpunk franchise of games because i think it will be a series i think we got another one if not two games in the works i pitched it as cyberpunk 2077 can right. be saved that's why i asked them because yeah. it is if you were if you were to ask them like what do you think about the could the future be saved then it could go off in so more many like, different directions more like, <laughs> more like okay let me rephrase that because that's a good point do are we asking about the game which i think you did right. say or are we asking can cdpr be saved slash trusted to do another game mm, you know mm. and i do think you're right like gut reaction for most people is no mm. reality is yeah they probably can make it it will never be a great game that you only get to launch a game once right you only right. get to blow your load for the one time exactly and if you fuck that up battlefront 2 is a perfect example of that it had a very not quite as bad because yeah. it wasn't like the biggest thing ever but it's one of the biggest ips ever star wars and they launched it and had an awful awful launch and six months of stagnation and by the end of it now it is i think it's one of our favorite online games isn't yeah it? we love that game it's so true to star wars it looks beautiful it's so fun to play but it had a rough six to nine months yeah. and it never got the it never got the back-end support from the developers that it needed back-end <laughs> <Oy, oy. laughs> Be because dice kind of you know and ea decided that it couldn't be the money maker that they wanted but yeah. it ended up being really good and i think we can look forward to that with cyberpunk which is by the end of all of this it runs smoothly has some good dlc we can finally get a haircut <laughs> or maybe like a robo hand or something right like there's no good reason not to yeah. and it'll be yeah it'll be all right 
Hope so. Hope I so. Fingers crossed, man. I really want it to be. I just got a comment on the uh, Inside Eddie Show is back video oh, right God. here. It's yeah. Lawrence, and he's like, "This isn't even a joke. This tugs at my heartstrings. The beard, everything. It's perfect. It brings a tear to my eye." I love you, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence is an OG. He is yeah. an OG, guys. Edinator Lawrence. In he all changed of his stuff. name to Edinator. Changed as well. everything. The guy's such a such a lad. Um, Diogo writes into our Discord server, yes. the Inside Eddie Show oh, server Discord, at yeah. the moment. Right That's now, right, yes, it's, it it's all been changed. Um, he writes into the Bitch Please podcast uh, channel. I was looking for it and I couldn't. Okay, I see it now. <laughs> yeah. And he says, uh, yeah, everything's been changed, so you don't know where anything is anymore. Depends on what you mean by save. Somebody save me. Uh, can they make the game bug free like it and like it was marketed? Yeah, I think so. Can they bring back players to restore the faith in them as a company? Very doubtful. So he dabbled a bit in your question right there. Obviously, he didn't expand on yeah, that, yeah. but yeah, that's that's pretty I, much what we're feeling. Because it's their first offense, things get tricky, right? It's their first offense, but it's also the biggest one we've ever seen. And it's the person you thought was, or the company you thought was yeah. absolutely not capable of offending it's us in this cheating, way. It's cheating, isn't it? Exactly. This is Captain America murdering someone with a fucking knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just going... No, but they are Hydra, though. But Yeah, but you're Captain America, bruv. And, and yeah. I, I know they were tied up on a chair. I, I know, I know. Right. I know. But trust me, world will be better. All right. <laughs> Sad. Right. Don't know about. Uh, is anyone else feeling right. weird? <laughs> so he's definitely right about can the game be made bug free and like it was marketed. Uh, at least most of the way there. For sure. Totally agree. I do think. I do think there's enough goodwill left over, and that it will be rekindled with the Witcher Three patch. Uh, yeah. Not patch. You know the next gen update. Next gen update and the Witcher Three one as well. I think they'll go a long way to yeah. be like, oh, this That's is what, what we loved about CD. Forget, forget uh, Cyberpunk. Oh, you were actually Wh talking about Witcher, Witcher Three update. I think that will be enough to remind people what CDPR is capable of. Big agree. And that that will be the saving. It's not fixing Cyberpunk. Fixing mm -hmm. Cyberpunk needs to happen for the next Cyberpunk to be trusted. I think the Witcher update is upgrade whatever we're supposed to call it that's the thing that saves cdpr yeah and they the, they have two issues they're going to be saved by the witcher upgrade people will be like yeah man they do they can make a good game if if they get things right yeah. and then cyberpunk's job is to remind people that although they messed up at the beginning it works now and the next one isn't going to be like this but i give them one more i don't see anyone buying you know cyberpunk 3 it's like right. guys we know we fucked up again with cyberpunk 2 to, to the point I know. yeah right to the point that <laughs> but 3 is gonna be good i promise <laughs> i think cyberpunk 2 the road their roadmap should be make an incredible 30 hour game right yeah give all it needs to have all the customization that stuff to begin with with an incredible story and, and all that stuff with get that made if they're ahead of schedule add to it and if they're not have dlc's almost instantly ready to go within three to six months next yeah. dlc dlc and uh if the game's good enough paid if it's not if it doesn't get ideally the great response first one free next one paid yeah. then yes then we're saved for a C cyberpunk three mm. but they have to nail it man they do. I'm sorry, guys. I know we're talking about Cyberpunk a lot, but this game was supposed to be the game. That was the that was the big topic anyway. Like yeah. I wanted to like name this uh, one. Can Cyberpunk 2070 be saved cool. and whatnot? I'm down so for this Cyberpunk is our big also. thing. Um, do you want to read the next one yeah, from T. Uh, not T? He's uh, his. Well, he does say you can read the first line, but the rest of it is not related to that. And then you can move on to 
inside Indies Tech. Oh, okay. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 broke me. <laughs> uh, oh, so it really isn't. Yeah, the, the rest, rest of, of it's it. something else I'm going to mention oh, okay. later, but you can read the next one as well if you want. Um, but it broke T, though. <laughs> D says Cyberpunk can never be saved. It's like an AC Unity situation. Is it that bad? Uh, See, I'm not in AC. I, like, I, I really have never played one. I don't know Unity. I know it's like the one that everybody seems to hate the most, but I don't know anything about it. I think this is... It feels would, to me like it's worse because everyone knows about it, whereas AC is like a tight-knit. Yeah, but at least to the people who... Yeah, nobody nobody really cared about AC back in the day. I'm sorry to break this to all of you guys. Yeah. No one gave a shit. It was just you guys in the community and the, and the three and a half pillars, whatever it is. Yeah. James is a half a pillar. Wow. Um, <laughs> just as one roof. <laughs> exactly. It's just a little bit like that. He's like, ah, I can hold it. I can hold it. Jumping. <laughs> um, I get what you mean. It, to you guys, it probably was a big thing because they went from a couple of good games and they went Ace Unity and it was like, oh shit, this is awful. Right, right. But this was the entire gaming world collectively. It even went outside of gaming to fucking movies yes, with with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And then just collapsed under everybody. So this is much, much worse. But I get what you mean. Uh, he continues, even if you bring out these bigger patches, most of the glitches will st still be there and the game will stay broken. It's a shame because the game had potential and CDPR just got too greedy, I guess. Interestingly, though, that he wrote this yesterday and there's been like 800 bugs fixed so I don't know if, if you yeah, missed that maybe, uh, I, I, I don't know we'll give benefit that I'm saying <clears> missed that, that but okay cool the rest of it is something else that I'm going to mention in a second it's CDPR related but okay, we'll, we'll okay, leave cool, that cool, there cool. Uh, Jack writes in he says having not indulged in CD uh, sorry cyberpunk at all and hearing it's all gone wrong from the outside uh, of the game from, from the, the outside, outside of the yeah, game, yeah, yeah. Uh, looked at a lost cause uh, and a big stain on the much-loved company of CDPR. But an update came out the other day, patch 1.2, he puts in quotation marks. I believe, I believe, and for some reason, I decided to read up on bl and bloody hell, there were so many things, proving just how much of a state the game was released in. That being said, if this stuff is all 100% patched now, that's a big step in the right direction. And at least the effort is there. By the way, people started uh, ultimately. Obviously, went to the went to Twitter, went to the Reddit page and stuff like that, and showed all of the things that now are broken because of the patch that have come in. That I don't think is fair, though. It's what happens, you right? It, you fix one thing, you break two. That's normal. Exactly. So fair and uh, fair enough. It would be like where it was eight hundred patches, the eight hundred fixes. The next one will probably be like five hundred, and then it'll be two hundred, one hundred, and ten, and yeah, then you're yeah. gonna. But. It just still doesn't speak well for the game coming out like that. That is rubbing salt in the wound because we're extra salty. Yeah. But it is typical that you fix one thing, you break another. It's just, yeah. it, it is just the way that works. And even as someone that feels kind of a little bit hurt by this, because we were really hyped about it and yeah. you were going to make content about it. And they fixed 800 bucks. Yes. That's what we need to focus that's, on. That's the thing. And yes, other stuff got broken because of it happens all the time yeah so if that one's fair enough it's the 800 bugs at the beginning but jack mentioned it right the looking at that list it's not look how much we fixed that people see it's look how much we let go out that was broken you know that's the main so. thing he also says uh after all no man's sky is uh, a game people like now isn't it with a big open world rpg or oh, speaking of uh, uh no man's sky that's a little tiny team that managed to turn it all around and constantly make uh, new updates for it recently in the last month they made two massive expansions that allow all kinds of great yeah. things people are loving the game yeah and that's a tiny team 
But these big multi-million dollar companies are like, no, we can't do it. Passion. Can't do it. Exactly. Passion. That's what it is. And that's and, what money can't buy. And that's why The Witcher 3 was so good. Exactly. Because, and, and I like the idea of them going back to their model of like, make a game. It does well. You sell the merch. Your profit feeds yeah. the next game. That's the way it should be. It's what they forgot because they leveraged The Witcher 3 into investment stuff, which is a good business move, but it's not good business. Yeah. You know? Like, it's not good. If your business is making great games, it's not good business. Let me say so that. It's a it's quick surge business. of money, but yeah. then that doesn't add up to yeah, if, what you're going to do for the long run. If you want to be a Wall Street fat cat type, then great, but I hope you get short squeezed. Exa I was just going to say, right. uh, he continues to say, uh, with a big open world RPG like this, there'll never be, uh, he says big free, but I mean, I think he means bug free, yeah. uh, if they fix the core issues and give third person fans. Bruv, everybody wants third person. Yeah. Everyone wants third person. Then maybe there will be a come a day that it can be saved. What they won't save is the stain on of the original disaster. Yep. I think the stain actually is actually a good thing staying there because it will be a reminder to everybody in the gaming industry. It's, like it's, it's the mustard on your tie. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I mentioned this before, but I, I'm a big believer in if there's an elephant in the room, you should introduce it. Mm. So you don't, Try and ignore the elephant. Oh, that's a bit... Um, I know I said I want to work out during streams, but that's, <laughs> that's just the intensitive right there. <sighs> Breathe in. Yes. Continue, bro. You really set the window on myself. That, that's <laughs> so fucking funny and so fucking deep that I even forgot to censor the F. <laughs> but but yeah. the, the point is that what they don't do is pretend that 2077 never had its rocky start or they yeah. never existed what they do is maybe not turn it into a joke because they did really hurt their brand but acknowledge it in the most playful way that they can mm. right so when they say this game is going to be iconic you know cyberpunk 2 is going to be iconic it's going to change the game it's going to da, da, da. Yeah. and not like the way we said was only seven you're actually doing it this time Wait, this time is different yeah. Okay, guys, we promise. Right, right. In fact, <laughs> in fact, don't this say time, promise. <laughs> this time it ships with eight hundred bugs, but the mini game is you have to decode them. <laughs> right? That's how. That's that's the branding in it, which is we messed up. <laughs> we ended up making the game, you know, good. This time we know what we did wrong. We we are never forgetting the things we did that made this mm. launch poor, which is why you can trust us going forward. Yeah. And in case you forgot, this is what we messed up. We we shipped a game with this many bugs. We did this. We these things will never happen again. Mm. We restructured the company. We went back to an old model. We we delivered you this DLC to prove that we had changed. And the DLC, ideally, the DLC for thing, which maybe however they want to do it, will be the best bit. You know, Blood and Wine is every bit as good as The Witcher Three. Yeah, the actual main game. Right. So deliver an incredible thing and say that was post-launch. That's what you can expect from Cyberpunk 2. That's the model, what we made there. We're just doing that in full scale. Do you know what I think most people are scared of? And I'm a little bit scared of this as well. Yeah. Is that, like I said before, it was the company that everybody looked up to and looked to as yeah, the yeah, yeah. savior, the example of how you should do gaming. Yeah. And then on top of that, granted, these are media outlets, but every media outlet was praising. It was winning awards at every E3 show. Every preview of it was fantastic. It yeah. was beautiful. And every influencer that went and worked for it or did some coverage on it or was allowed early access yeah. to it, that, that happened. Not at any point did any red flag come up whatsoever. The yeah. only red flags that we got was that the game was delayed a couple of times. Yeah. But it was so, it happened so many times that we thought, huh, this is strange for a game, 
But maybe it's because it's CDPR. They really want to make it good. Also, it was in the middle of the calamity. Exactly. Yeah. So we we just sort of like made that okay for ourselves in our head. But at no point was there any red flags. And nobody brought up anything despite so many people being interested in the game. And you think that many eyes would highlight something. And the fact that we saw nothing is probably what scares us all the most. That this could happen to any game, anytime, anywhere. I'm hoping that the silver lining to that is the utter distrust of anyone in media now right that specifically games journalists they sh they had they had little credibility to begin with yes. but seriously like you shouldn't be trusting these guys we and bang a story about them later don't worry about good <laughs> uh and i'm hoping that they really they should be out of work they most of them do nothing and influencers which was weird because we if we do our if we do our content creation right we'll become influencers yeah but you should all and the difference is we will always say there's a line yes. where it was influencers like where it's like games journalists they're just people that are getting paid to write nonsense yeah. and they don't care about what they write they're just there for clicks influencers is too it's a very thin line that could easily be crossed over is someone who's really passionate about something or someone who can act passionate because they were passionate about other things and are paid to do something yeah. and they don't give a shit. So it's a very thin line. It's so hard to trust anybody, to be honest. We, don't even trust us. <laughs> yeah, well, for real, don't trust anyone on the internet. Yeah. But for example, and we're very cautious of this because we, we make most of our own stuff like our merch. If we ever were to say, like, we use a product, here's a link for it. Yeah. We'll always tell you it's an affiliate link. And we will only ever link something that we actually use ourselves. For example, uh, you know James does those Ridge Wallet ads? Yes. You've had a Ridge Wallet for, I want to say, nine years? It's Most a long of time. Our, it's a long time. That's how good they are. They fucking last. Right. <laughs> but so, Ridge, where's our check? But my, point, my point is that if we were to accept Ridge, it's because it's a product that's actually used. Yeah. We, we won't ever do... Nah, we might do like a Raid Shadows Legends thing if they were to come to us. Like, there's a line in between... There would be a conversation with us there. Guys, this is a business opportunity. Right. At some, they some, paid us a lot of money. <laughs> some things are, are like ads, which would be to do with like helping to grow the channel. Yeah. But anything that would be like an actual product that we would link to you, we wouldn't do anything we didn't trust. Yeah. And you can't know that for sure about influencers, even ones that you think that you can trust. No, and also, look, maybe you can't trust us. I wouldn't trust us. I wouldn't. <laughs> but so so i do hope that the silver lining is that games journals basically all go uh hungry fuck them yes frick ha them all no 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 hard f oh okay hard f seriously there I, we go i really have a beef with these guys um and so should a lot of those influencers you know we we were hyped yeah you even made the joke that if it sucks because we were pretty certain it wouldn't suck if it sucks i'll just say only good things no matter what right i'll be <laughs> yes. a, a cyberpunk show but all I did was just cry in my corner right. and just go silent. But like, it just, I hope those people really lost a lot of credit. They didn't. It's just the way these things work. But they, they should have and they shouldn't. At least, I hope our audience has not become jaded, but become experienced enough to know that like, because we've grown a lot as gamers over the years. I mean, shit. And we've learned things. We haven't become more jaded. Yeah. We've we've understood what to look for now. And that's why we're making this podcast, so we can tell you guys about it and have our opinion, so you guys hopefully learn something. Give you an example. Yeah. When, when we talk about Ghost of Tsushima, have I said it's a perfect game? 
Yes, every time. Every single time. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yeah, but I say, like, it has issues. There's no romance with Yuna, which totally makes sense. Yeah. Not that I'm... It's weird that I became Mr. Romance, but it it would make sense for the game, right? It would, it would fit. It, it would, would be a good story. The final fight with the Khan is a bit underwhelming. Yeah. And I wish we'd experienced more of, of like, Jin and his story and, like, his father and stuff. So it isn't perfect, but overall it's a really great game. But it has flaws. Mm. You didn't hear any of that with Cyberpunk. No. You didn't hear any of that. Where where was that? Yeah. And like if we'd have got Cyberpunk, we'd have put, let's say it came out and it was what we expected. Our review of Cyberpunk, had we got it early and been influenced and stuff, would have been 200 hours of combined gameplay. Yeah. Going through all the romances, going through like all the different endings. You know, that's how big this game was. Why didn't we get those 200 hour reviews? Because all we really heard actually for that was one dev has played 170 hours and still yeah. hasn't finished the game but that's a really vague and even i said like well he could have just been driving around for hours like in uh yeah it's get, a good indicator yeah but that's all it is it's not a surefire stamp all right guys seal of yeah. approval done we're talking about that. cyberpunk a lot because we really had our yeah hopes set high for that and i love it because like it was just going to be a general conversation yeah. but then they came out with their patch and they came out with their new direction yeah. apparently where they're going and in fact, let's read this one last comment from Spicy okay. Rogers. Uh, I think it's your turn it's to read. Juicy, yeah. Can the game be... Reading is hard. <laughs> Can the game be saved? Within a lot of time, maybe. They may also end up with a Fallout 76 situation where they patch the game to fix, bu to fix bugs, but the patches introduce a shitload of other bugs. That is a known thing that happens, but Fallout 76 are big, yeah. has big problems with that. Can the company recover? No. CDPR are right at the bottom of the barrel now, in my opinion. One of the worst gaming companies. I highly doubt that they'll end up reintroducing a lot of features that were promised or hinted at uh, in the marketing, then failed to deliver. Stuff like wall climbing, or the fact that my boy Jackie was in every trailer, and uh, what's NCW? Uh, Night City Wire. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then they went and did the spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was, was a bad. surprise to me. <laughs> that was a surprise to me, and I I worry that it became like a ghost, not a ghost of Tsushima, a Game of Thrones thing, yeah. where they were like subverting expectations. No, 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 that's not like season can, one subverting expectations. It can be done right. I mean, the way yeah. they subverted it in Last of Us, yeah, massive, huge, big, in fact, impactful moment. But it might be that they had a little bit more time of build up and like yeah. stuff like that, whereas this was a bit. Hmm. I feel like we should have had a lot more. That pre-game should have been a lot longer. Yeah, like it was like one and a half missions, and then you go on the big mission that kicks off the game. Yeah, should have been a big build up to to why you got the job. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna read Sean's one out quickly, and then I'm gonna mention the last, the third point of everything yeah. that's going on with Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, I think the game can be saved. I believe it will be it will be fully working by the end of this year, around November December time. That's really bad. It's like a whole year after it was I released. Agree. Uh, but the PS5 Series X update won't be out until early next year. They are s still saying uh, late 2021. God knows if that's going to be true, if that's going to stick, or if they're going to delay that as well. Right. At this point, people will probably be okay with the delay because no one's really clamoring for it. So I would rather play the PS4 version that works than the PS5 version that is meh. Mm, you know? Yeah. Anyway, thanks guys for writing in. Uh, and there is one uh, comment from uh, the other half of Lex's thing. Sorry, no, the other half of... Because uh, I just want to mention one thing on. about Juice. Juice said... 
CDPR right at the bottom of the barrel now, in my opinion, one of the worst gaming companies. I think that is more passion than um, fact, mm. in my opinion. Not to say that you're wrong, yeah, but that in my opinion, we were all so excited for this comp uh, for this company's project after having played The Witcher Three, or at least heard about it. If you're one of the two people that hasn't played it, <laughs> we were all so excited for Cyberpunk. We we're all so excited for all of it, yeah. And so it was a big letdown, but. I don't think they're the bottom of the barrel, which is not to say that these companies... That, that it's the feeling of betrayal that he's talking about rather than actually exactly. qualitatively, quantitatively. Exactly, because we have got companies like Bethesda that haven't made a complete game. Not like especially Ubisoft on those games. Like just some, microtransaction the frick out some, of their people. Some people love these games. There are a lot of people that actually do really like Valhalla, for example, right? But there are good complaints with it, which is that like it, it's it's unnecessarily long for example the, the microtransactions come in that they specifically incentivize you to do it you can't really you can mm. play the game but it's it would be a real grind if you were to do it without the right game. and that ubisoft has this history of of not making the greatest games they went away from their formula to try and compete with another game and just made kind of in comparison to those early games eh. subpar games yeah, yeah very meh games james is gonna burst through the door any second to defend valhalla like, right i will defend valhalla and darby mcdevitt's he loves work those, uh, to river raids, <laughs> doesn't he? he loves them river raids he does and so you so you have um you have ubisoft which is uh, not that they they haven't disappointed us like this i think the the thing is that they, they haven't pulled their weight in a while yeah. and they've been doing some kind of shady stuff so has bethesda they haven't made a, a fixed fully functioning game in a long time yeah. 70 fallout 76 i would argue if it weren't for the scale of excitement for cyberpunk 2077 would still be our number one worst game yeah and the way it was performed and way because it's definitely the most money grubbing cheaper like that is atrocious i just love the... we're just so personally hurt by cyberpunk yeah i just love the fallout first thing it can't right. i just I don't understand how you can be like, everyone says this is terrible. We had our terrible right. scandal with the, the collector's edition. Right. Let's ask for more money. What? 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 Right. <laughs> how? Right. <laughs> um, and not, this isn't a defense of cyberpunk. Yeah. This is a, def a trying to help us see, the, clearly, clearly see the landscape, right? Mm. Rockstar, they've made two games and well they, that's not true they've made a handful of games four out of five of those games are gta 5 <laughs> right this is a three generation long game and then they come up with an absolute bang on red dead redemption give it no online support yeah where's red dead online why is that not pushed right that should be worrying to you that they, they only made one other game it was a banger but it took 12 years or something no longer right ps3 is ps3 it's a long time i was gonna say that 10 years it's a very years, long time like um Ubisoft, uh, EA, freaking everyone any time they yeah. can with all the like just the reskin games with um with what are the other dirty things EA and Activision have been doing recently? There's a bunch that I can't even remember. They're just dirty companies right. altogether. Or, or freaking over um Battlefront two. Yeah, like yeah, and destroying visceral games. The guys that right, made right. Uh, Dead Space and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Xbox doing that to Rare. Where's Rare? Where's Banjo Kazooie? Yeah, Where's Conker's Bad Fur Day? Like these are in the incredible. Background. My my point is Go just on. that we are personally we were all really excited. Yeah. We put ourselves up on this thing, and we were lied to a lot by influencers and by games journals. So we're personally hurt by Cyberpunk more yeah. than we were by these other things. But I don't know that it's fair to say they're at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, the final thing to come yes. out from Cyberpunk 2077 is that during that video, yeah. they said that they have 
without saying the word cancelled, they've cancelled the online standalone Cyberpunk 2077 version that they were okay. making. We didn't know anything about it, so... I'm fine with that. I guess we didn't lose anything. But the way they said they're going to be moving from now on is that they're going to make single-player RPG story-driven games with deep roots into RPG the way they have been for The Witcher, and they'll make online elements that weave into it naturally. Right. And I was like... Cool. Like we'll the Gwent see game. I was going to say, we'll see how it pans yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, everyone's interpretation of it is different. But at least now we, we've got the information that that is not going to be happening. We're not going to get the online version. And D wrote in, he said, also another topic for you guys that I heard about. They're splitting CDPR into two teams and work on Witcher and Cyberpunk game, which really concerns me, he says. Uh, I think I must have misread this. I thought he was talking about that. Um, well, let's read his comment okay. anyway. They're splitting CDPR into two teams to work Witcher and Cyberpunk game, which is really concerning. Surely it'd be better just if they made uh, a next-gen Witcher game with everything they've, uh, everything you've got. Squeeze that towel until until you, you've got everything. Right, right. Uh, but those are just my opinions. I don't know. As long as the teams are are focused, it should be okay. I would. I think it'd be okay. But. But I see what you mean, and what I sort of like go all full on on this one game, then move on to the next one. But then it's sort of like leaving one behind. Yeah. Anyway, but the online mode, the online version of the game that was going to be free, the standalone thing is no more. We're not going to be. Getting that actually that. sounds like a good idea to me. Based, I mean, when you haven't on, got the base base done, then exactly, you can't fucking exactly. You know. Based on the uh, reception of Cyberpunk, the likelihood is not that many people wanted were going to be on it. And it's fairly, it's not cheap to have those servers up and running and stuff. And you do it because it does, one way or another, you get your money back. Yeah. Right. And it just, I don't see it happening until the game's fixed. And even then, it's the second game or the DLC that's going to work, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm not too bothered by that, but it, it does go get chalked up as one more of the promises that weren't delivered on. Yeah. But, I want to play these games for the single-player RPG. Yeah, it doesn't affect us so much because we're not really the online people, despite having what? played a few online not, games and not, whatnot. Like, the thing is, if we're going to play online, we'll play online. We'll play Call of Duty. We'll play Apex, you know? This is the thing. This kind of game could be a good online. Yeah. Like, GTA Online is good for the heists and stuff yeah. like that. And this game could have a, a heist-esque type thing where okay. it's like you create your character and there's fixes and there's uh, missions there's bigger uh, right, jobs right. to go on that could be quite cool go with your mates yeah I, Massive, I think it'd be quite cool obviously we don't know what it would be and that would be more of the online game i think we would find more time in and we would right, like, spend right, right. more more yeah. hours in and things like put that put it more towards gta than call of duty exactly sort of yeah okay but it's gonna be gone and I guess it's more that we didn't know what we were getting and it wasn't out there and it wasn't yeah. advertised so it being gone isn't too much of a heartbreak yeah, to us. Yeah. But as you said, chalk it up as another yeah. marketing misleading moment. Yeah. I, I choose to believe because I'm trying to be optimistic about this. Strange that, you. Yeah, I know. I would <laughs> rather have that team doing bug fixes, making the game yeah. work, working on the DLC than this online thing that was likely to be pretty niche to begin with unless it was some like weird Fortnite thing where you know Fortnite started it was save the world yeah and it turned out the online thing unless it was some weird pivot and like so punk online was just the the, the thing yeah unlikely though right so I, i'm cool with having that team just working on this stuff imagine another world where that was that was a, a thing let's <laughs> not because it, it hurts it hurts too much i can't take it um i'm gonna 
talk about the topic that Tyr wrote in his in his okay. comment just here. Um, he goes. Also, can I just mention how much of a legend Ludwig Forsell is? For those of you guys that don't know, it says it here. In fact, it says the guy was behind the music for the Kojima games. So like Death Stranding and stuff yeah. like that. But he's been working with him for a while now. He said he has an important announcement. And the Xbox, Xbox thought that Kojima was joining Xbox and was celebrating because he posted a picture uh, as a troll of one of the guys... Uh, of one of the guys that asked him. So basically he was trolling the people online when he said right, he had right. an announcement. Um, and it turns out that he's just going freelance. It's nothing to do with that. He's just going his own way and he's a well-known uh, composer and that's that. But I, I found that absolutely hilarious as well. And afterwards he goes and tweets. He was like, for those of you guys that saw my announcement tweet and thought it had anything to do with Xbox, you need to go check yourself. He actually said those words. Good. I was like, oh my God, that's hilarious. <sighs> do you know, so... We're kind of Sony ponies, yeah. kind of, right? We're not 100% bought in. If there's any problems, we will mention it, right? Uh, but I feel like most of the Xbox are 100% bought in. Yeah, it's you know? definitely the Kool-Aid moment. They've drunk it all up. Right, and everything is. It's coming to Xbox, always coming to Xbox. Yeah. And I saw uh, an Xbox ad on my Twitter feed, and so yeah. I clicked it to see the comments because it was like a promoted tweet. Half the comments were like, well, why would I get this, like, this service didn't work, this stuff, I'm going to PlayStation, I want the RPGs. And then a lot of them were these Xbox saying, oh, like, oh, I don't get it, the the uh, first party titles on PlayStation aren't even that good. Like, I played God of War. <laughs> this is a real one. <laughs> I played God of War. It wasn't all that. <laughs> what? No. Oh, like, the worst part like, is that, that isn't true. People don't believe that lie. Yeah. You're saying it and no, no one is yeah. fooled. It's like, like, I am six foot eight and it's like, and you're like a midget. It's like, like, look, I could understand maybe God of War not being your thing, right? Like, yeah, okay. Like, if you're a racing gamer, yeah. like, you like Forza. But it isn't not good. Yeah. It's just you would rather play Forza. I have a preference. And right. it's a shitter game. Right, like, look, <laughs> look if, if, you're not, if you're a COD gamer, then God of War is potentially not your thing not your exact cup of tea but there's no way you play it and go it's not cod though it's shit yeah it's just, it's just not true and no one believes you it's it you know it's fucking hilarious isn't it it's ridiculous it's so dumb i can't believe i actually saw that and the guy it was a real account it wasn't like some weird guide one follower yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what speaking of weird accounts yeah, okay okay um kotaku reported that Halo Infinite is being delayed to 2022. Except it's not being delayed. And it was totally a fake account that put that seven in the circle yeah. thing next to its name and said, with a great regret, we regret to say that uh, the Halo Infinite is being deleted. And they reported on it like it's a real thing. They're like, Halo Infinite's been delayed to 2022, guys. Uh, we're Kotaku, so you guys can trust us. We've done the research. You could, that's what our name means, that we have done the research. It has been delayed. And then five minutes later, they're like, okay, apparently it's not been delayed. All of you guys saw that. I, uh, <laughs> I feel like just minutes ago, we were saying, you can't trust these games, journos. They're absolute hacks. They should all go hungry. By the way, I'm not joking. They should go hungry. Um, Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. Frick honestly, I... Uh, I, all I, when I first saw it, I saw their apology tweet. They're like, sorry, uh, Halo Infinite isn't being delayed. And I'm like... Was, was it getting delayed at some point or something like that and then I saw the next tweet below it it's like it just got recommended for me in my timeline and I'm like that's the Halo account and I look at it and I'm like 
that check mark looks weird. Right. Hold on a check second. Check mark's back now. to front, innit? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the thing. Oh my god, that it's killed so me. Dumb. It's so dumb. This is the problem with these games journals, right? Is they're like, for them, the 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 prize is this is um, the aim of the game is speed. So they yeah. see the tweet, they make the article. Someone just bangs out the article because this is what they are. They're pay- they're writers. They write all the time. Mm-hmm. They aren't gamers who write. They're writers that happen to do games and stuff. Yeah. One of the reasons they should go hungry for them. But it's all about the speed. See a tweet, write the article as soon as you can. Apparently yeah. games that no fact checking. It was mm. never like, okay, go to the official thing. What's the line? Do I know anyone on Xbox? Give them a ring. Yeah. None of that. It was see a tweet. That's it. Don't even check the account and boom, write a whole article or yeah. at least start tweeting and get someone going on the article. What? That's the first what? step of journalism. Ask for ask the person for a statement and whatnot. Ask the, the, per- well, the people the responsible for a statement. And if you'd done that, you'd have been like, there isn't no. No. We're, but then you could have had an track. article. You could yeah. have had an article which was troll account claims yeah. thing. Right? That would have been an article. That would it's have like, been a real article. got us, guys. You know? But the, the problem with journalism is they've just started going to, if we just say it's an unnamed source, we can make up whatever we want to say. Yeah. Unnamed source has told us who's the source. Well, they're unnamed. They're anonymous. But that means you can write whatever you want and say the the source the sources ask you to tweet your what you text your wife to tell you something yeah. and then it's an anonymous source anonymous source I don't want to be named yeah I uh, speaking of journalists and how bad they are right yeah. something that kind of a little bit a touch serious on what happened where there's this game coming out I might have mentioned it once before six days of Fallujah yes it's apparently a, a game about a real war that happened in it's in iraq iraq yeah, yeah it's one of the fallujah's one of the, it was like have you there's a great series called uh kill something generation kill i haven't heard of it's it it's a really good series uh, about this real group of guys that were there and it was turned into a series okay um, and uh, they got there they go to it's during the invasion of iraq and fallujah is right. one of those really really heated places of the combat in Iraq. I don't know anything about the thing, but from what I've heard from other people talking about it, it's a big discussion yeah. point, that it was a terrible battle. There was something was bad, bad yeah. there. People, A lot of people got hurt. And um, this game was coming out. Apparently it was a game that was originally started a long time ago, but they decided to can it because it was like too sensitive and they were like, yeah, what if we don't do it sense. correctly and yeah. stuff like that? But then someone picked up the IP and they made it. And in the beginning they were like, oh, we're not going to make any political statements. We're just making a game. But then That's why would be you, hard to do. Why would you pick a, a real thing then? Why would not you just go for Call of Duty route with nothing? There's a reason that World War II stuff, <clears throat> you don't normally play as the Nazis. Exactly. You know, because and then they went okay. We're actually oh god, it's empty. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> and, and then none of our kits over this. It's okay. And they went okay. Actually, we are going to make a statement, even yeah. though that was a week afterwards. So I don't know how you is the so did you not make the it's game a new yet? Guy in the PR understand? thing, yeah. And then they brought out the game, and apparently a bunch of people who were like who are of like Eastern descent were like slaying the game it's like this is terrible this is really insensitive okay. to the way they've done things and whatnot and then a bunch of games journalists were making change.org petitions to try and get the game cancelled right and i found that extremely ironic because the whole point of journalism yes. is the spreading of speech and free speech yeah. and how everyone should be allowed to say something yeah and they were promoting censorship. Oh yeah, the the journalists hate free speech. I was you know, like, like what? why? This is what, what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought it. So up. ironic. 
dude i i've been saying a lot of you should really not trust most journalists for real like i don't know a lot of them hate free speech they hate they think it's free speech as long as they agree with what you have to say mm -hmm. and no one understands that free speech is not there to protect uh things people agree with yeah free speech is there to protect the things that you don't want to hear from being mm -hmm. said the the hard conversations the the painful realizations those those difficult ideas yeah. it's there to protect those because well it gets very complicated this isn't like a history yeah. or politics podcast but like free speech is there for the things you don't want to hear mm -hmm. and and this is a big thing that people don't get free speech isn't just someone's right to say a thing it's also my right to hear it yeah so i have a right freedom of speech is part of my right to hear someone else's disgusting bigoted <laughs> stupid views yeah. right also, and because they don't seem to understand this, that the best disinfectant is sunlight. Yeah. So any really disgusting idea yeah. that really is just stupid and abhorrent, it's best to have it out in the open because then everybody can easily see it and it can be ridiculed easily. Yeah. Otherwise, it goes underground and then anyone that's anywhere near a fringe or anywhere near conspiracies or anything like that goes, Take well, why don't they it. want me to hear this? Yeah. Why doesn't the man want me to hear this idea? Exactly, right? exactly. And it adds this weird legitimacy to it when the reality is if someone says that stupid bullshit, yeah. you, can, you could find a million debates where people go, but what about this? And it's just a simple thought exercise. What about this? And it's the facts. Like, here's the data we have. Here's the whatever it's broken down in it and then it becomes then right. you actually get an answer whether it's like right. good bad and whatnot you can exactly. make yourself but and also those people are allowed to speak if someone actually has a really good point yeah and it's just something you no one really wants to hear it doesn't go with it goes against the grain they should still be able to make it that's the thing i always agree that everything should should have Within a right reason, to exist yeah. it's just whether or not but then you equally have the same right to break that thing apart and ridicule it and criticize Absolutely and stuff like that savagely that, destroy it yeah. that's the thing that journalists don't get because they they're journalists they think that what they say is criticism and what everyone else says about them is yeah. harassment and yes. it's like no no point, that's not that's not how that works point in fact mr schreier's uh block list <laughs> Right, he can say anything. Any, anytime you say anything right. back, though, you're harassing me. Exactly. And like one other person that claimed I was harassing, that I, I promise I'm never going to mention their name because I'm a big person. Fine. Yeah, cool. But yeah. Anyway, that happened, and I thought that was funny. This started from the Halo Infinite yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. them. It was fucking hilarious. Um, the next topic. Yeah. Very small one. Yeah. Gotham Knights got delayed to 2022. Oh no. Oh no. Nobody cares. We were so <laughs> excited for that game. Do you know this is so weird that this came up again? But um, the developer, lead developer, or something like that on that game got really. I think I think it might have been Six Days of Fallujah again. It was okay. another game that he started to change the old petition to get another game cancelled. Right, right. And I was like, hold on a second, you're a games developer. Yeah. And you're asking for someone else's work, just like your work, to be cancelled. Right. Would you be okay if we cancelled your game right now? That it you don't especially when you know what the person's probably gone through, you don't go into that area. Um anyway, a game that nobody cared about is being delayed even further. Won't it be ironic if it comes out and it's a banger? Oh no, don't say that. Don't say it. <laughs> like we think this is gonna be another Marvel Avengers, but actually it's like amazing Shit, they fucking did it well that would be funny square enix over there like fuck that's how you do it right god damn it <laughs> that's one as well you know we talked about uh companies and dev houses and stuff that have lost stuff square enix used to only make bangers yeah now 
in fairness, they make a lot more games than they used to. They've got bigger. They, they did make Kingdom Hearts in between, so oh, that's good unfortunately, point, yeah. and all the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, every now and again, they're like, they're like, hey, we made a great game over here, and then they go, oh yeah, but also we're gonna make Kingdom Hearts right. and Final Fantasy. Right. So yeah. we'll have to balance it. But out. like, they, because I think they make so many games now because they are so big. Yeah, that, Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy, Tomb Raider, uh, Kingdom they, Hearts. Very, very, <laughs> I think because they're making so much that I used to always <clears> associate. If I saw Square Enix and it was going to be good, yeah. and now I see Square Enix and then go, okay, what is the game? Mm. You know, so that's one of those ones. I'm actually interested in Square Enix recently. I feel like, well, you've got I your Kingdom like Hearts potential. team that you got to do. It's true, the drunk one I have to do as well. <laughs> well, you came up with the drunk <clears throat> thing. You're like, oh, I'll have to be drunk. The worst <laughs> thing is, there's a good chance you'll enjoy it. Yeah. But if you're drunk, you're going to tell yourself that's because I was drunk. I was drunk. I, 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 there's no way I like this game. It was obviously because I was completely, uh, my inhibitions were stripped. <laughs> um, our next topic. Yep. Xbox Live is dead. Officially, guys. <clears throat> is this, because I don't know about the story. I'm just asking. <clears throat> is this because they're trying to roll that into the Game Pass thing? probably that's what they're doing so yeah. what it is xbox live is dead however in its place the xbox network has been oh yeah he's just rebranding and <laughs> it's just the thing that's really dumb about this have they doubled right? the price as well they haven't changed the price fortunately they've learned their lesson from the last <laughs> what's why, really why dumb the about xbox, this why do the xbox never mention that the xbox will always try and frick you yeah the second that they get any pushback they'll stop it but they're they're still trying but but they went back on it, guys. That's pro consumer, right? It's like, oh, they were gonna put the thing in the my ass, right? But they didn't at the last minute because That's you fine. said no. They were like, uh, whereas this other guy over here was like, what the fuck is going on? Right. I, I don't want to do any of this, right? It's but ridiculous. don't worry, that guy's not good. Yeah, they're like the pushy boyfriend. <laughs> they're, they're they're pushy and pushy and pushy, but they don't. They will not do it as long as you keep saying no. Like, but no one wants that exactly. Anyway, they've rebranded their, their service yeah. from Xbox Live to Xbox Network. Yeah. I can kind of see they want to make like a whole network of things together and they use the word network. But the thing is, is that Xbox are the worst with names. They did it with all of their consoles. The branding's the fucking awful. Like Xbox, Xbox 360. What's the next one after 360? 720? No, no, no. We're going Xbox One. Okay, all right. Then the Xbox, One S. One S, and then the X, and then what? What? What's the next one after the Xbox One? The Xbox Two or the new Xbox, perhaps? No, no, Xbox Series X and Series, and Series S. S. But we had the One S. But then we had an Xbox One X. So we had the One S and One X, and then it goes to Series X and Series S. What? And seven twenty would have been good. It would have been at least funny, but like, yeah. you doubled the number. I get it. The one thing I would argue that Xbox had that was solid. Yeah. The name of Xbox Live. Yes. Branding. Everybody knew about Xbox Live. Yeah. And they were like, destroy it. Destroy it. Let's yeah. blame it, Xbox. Let's put it something like, if only there was like, uh, like, you know. If we could make this there was, not cool. If there, if there was a like a network, perhaps, of like, of like a, a game sort of like. I mean, have any of our competitors ever done anything I like a network? Like a PlayStation network? No, 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 no. no they haven't no. done it. Well, let's take that then why the because one thing you had they the worst thing as well is that they have these ideas that aren't working and they're doubling down on it they're saying this isn't working but it's not working because we don't have enough of it let's double commit. down on it right because they're trying to get the game pass thing going and their network yeah. feeds into all this stuff it just 
it's dumb and the only things that they're doing are doubling down on stuff that isn't working because they can't see a way out of it yeah and then copying playstation except playstation does it better the option is not play not copy that what they should do is copy the product yeah which is single person uh uh story driven RPG. rpg like yeah. That, that's what they should copy, but no, no, no. They copy the, the model, not the product. What the frick? They just took the name. They're like, here we go. Let's uh, let's have that. I, I just don't understand. That's the dumbest Xbox thing. Xbox Live is so iconic. It's so iconic. You could ask anybody about Xbox Live, and if they had any sort of idea about games, they'd be like, Xbox Live, yeah, of course I know yeah. about that. And they decide we're going to kill it. We're going to kill it and replace it with something else. Your Xbox Network. They'd be like, I know kind of the name Xbox, but what's the network thing? I don't right, really understand this- what that is. Also, it sounds it sounds more like a corporate meeting or a gig or, yeah. or like a corporate event, whereas Xbox Live, also it's punchier. Yeah, and it it has good these connotations like live, 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 multiplayer, gameplay, online. I will say my personal opinion. What about Xbox Online? Why well, not just call it that? Yeah, I was gonna say live does sound a little bit dated in my mind. When I hear live, I'm like, oh, it sounds kind of old I think it sounds good whatnot. still, but I used to be an Xbox the, bot. I, I think it sounds good still, but it's a little bit dated, but it's so iconic that it's one of those things you just don't change. Yeah. It's like if in the future, Apple, the single name of Apple just yeah. wasn't enough in it. In the future, it's like Apple pie. multiple syllables Apple or something crumble. like that. Exactly. <laughs> if it's like, it needs to be more than that. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of convincing to say, get rid of the name Apple. Yeah, it'd be terrible. It's so iconic. You just can't. Anyway, um, Xbox ruining the last good thing they had. (laughs) The worst thing is it's not really, it's like it's not ruined, but it's just a terrible idea for branding. And I I really, I really wish we would get some Xbox wins coming in. Yeah. Like, all we hear from uh, Halo Infinite is that it's being delayed or the rumors, which look like they're probably not rumors, but it's enormous budget. Yeah. Right? We see old build gameplay at the biggest xbox event like it's just terrible mm-hmm. and i don't want that i do want to see some really big wins from xbox i do want to hear that this service is brilliant game pass isn't brilliant like the argument it's got so many titles on it so many titles that you wouldn't go out and pay for yeah right like i want i really want some wins i really want to stop bragging on xbox i would love for them to come out with something and we go damn that's a good idea i wish sony would do something like that yeah or damn that's a really good idea sony needs to watch out right? need to watch day back right why like i wish they would just go rare banjo kazooie make it happen yeah right what some of these classic titles like why can't we get something like that it bugs me so much because we sound like one trick ponies yeah because we are sony ponies but it's not so much that we're sony ponies there's nothing good about xbox it's a bit harsh, but you know what I'm saying. Like, well, we want something to be like genuinely amazing. Yeah, genuinely prove that it's going to be the future, and not just like game passes yeah. where it's like it's just for the now because it's not sustainable, and then we're not going to be yeah. able to have any see a future for it. And we want it to be something that others are going to be jealous of, and other people are going to be like, "Shit!" But also, why didn't we think of that? But also, not something that takes away from other people. So saying like, "Oh, Skyrim Two or whatever," yeah, only on Xbox. And Game Pass on PC. Do you know what I mean? Not that, because it feels like it's being taken away from something else. Let me see something new. It looks like, as far as I can tell, the only thing that's on the horizon is is, um, Fable. Yeah. And that... I mean, I want want Fable to be amazing. I really do. But it's one thing, and it's 
two years away at mm. least. Like, come on, man. Although that said, by the the little we know about Horizon and God of War, they ain't coming this year either. We're almost halfway through this year, and we haven't seen we haven't seen anything more from Horizon. Very much, we haven't seen anything from Horizon, and we haven't seen a. Uh, anything at all from god of war, god of war suppo- supposed to be coming out this year i mean <laughs> i didn't a... i didn't believe that for a second but it's they said cory balrog says calry it's a it, that's it's a it's a meme i think that's that's all god of war is it's a meme it's the, nothing more they'll never do another one <laughs> because how <laughs> like, do you surpass that guys we, we made the best game we just can't right. do it anymore fuck yeah. it let's just end it there right let's have a good day good good job lads good job well done ps5 update that's what you get right there you go <laughs> Um, let me see. There was one other thing I wanted to mention. Sorry, while I'm looking through notes and stuff like that. What the frick is this? I'm trying to scroll through our Discord. Go on. And I think it's the advice corner, but it's masturbating at a karaoke advice chat. Hold on. What? That's what it's called. That's what the channel's called. Yeah. D, what the hell did you do? It's just so bizarre to me. Masturbating at karaoke. Yeah. Um, what did that sound? I think oh, that that's the music room. Okay, I think that might have been everything. I think that might have been everything. There was some small stuff. There was a, oh, uh, apparently Sony have put up a pattern as well for emulating trophies from previous generations on the PS5. Okay, now that's very specific. Yes, but the thing is, is that why would you emulate trophies? If you can't emulate games on them. I don't want to get myself excited that there's an emulator coming, but <laughs> I desperately want an emulator. I think we didn't we said uh PS3 emulator, yeah. 1499, I'll pay for it. Yeah. Absolutely. That's one thing that I, I Even, do believe that uh, PlayStation is lacking and Xbox is leading the charge with. However, I do like I do think of their alternate universe sometimes of thinking if Xbox had done well last gen, mm. would they have even bothered to do anything that they're doing now? The answer is no. They're only doing it out of desperation to try and get people on their they, side. They do seem to be the um, the uh, the X, which is like, they. it'll be different this time. Look at all the stuff I'm changing. Then they you get back together and all that change goes away again. Nope. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. I do like that backwards compatibility thing that they're banging on about. Again, I will say personally, there aren't that many games that are on there that seem like it's a big deal to me. Yeah. But I think I think Sony's missing out. Yeah. I think there are some... Especially because they're the ones with all the nostalgic games on all there. All the nostalgic the games, all the big single player, first person RPG, you know, like all the big stories. Yeah. And I would say this, forget... I'd pay four ninety nine for the emulator just to have the program. Yeah, maybe that needs to be a cloud thing, or once we can upgrade the thing because there isn't enough space on the storage. Oh my like god! <laughs> uh, but that we don't have that yet. But I'd pay like one ninety nine or two ninety nine for my old favorite titles. You know, so you're yeah. looking at fifteen quid for the program to run them, and one ninety nine for these old games that you were never gonna sell any other time, or maybe you make it free, but or, or cheap, but it's something, right? where you could have been free, but people would pay a dollar or something for them. Like, I'd pay a dollar for Final Fantasy original FF7 or something, right? Like, why not do it? It's money that's being left out. And then you get the... Then also it takes... Not I want them to kill Microsoft even harder, but if Microsoft's thing is, oh, backwards compatibility, all this stuff, well, suddenly 
that's that's even a playing point. field, didn't it? Exactly. It's it's cancel each other out. Yeah. I think they they Sony have got the right handle though. They're they're focused on new games and they're focused on yeah. the future. And unless they somehow, I say, double their double their profits or double their install base or whatever it might be, they somehow manage to get all of these gamers out of nowhere and go two hundred million units. I don't see them ever deviating from that plan. I see them because they need to have like so far of a lead, so far in the in, in the lead that they need to be like, let's look for something else to do. Because that's the only reason, as I said, why this happened with Xbox is because they were looking for something yeah, else yeah, to yeah. do. They were looking for that niche. They're like, we've got no games coming out for a while. We have to do something. What should we do? I think it would make sense for the, because there is a glut. There is normally like anywhere from two to five months most years where there just is nothing for you to play yeah. other than those games that you've already played like whatever the current call of duty is whatever the current online battle royale is right mm -hmm. and so if between what were the last sony titles what it was uh was it ghost of Shima or the last of us that came out more recently what came out first which games ghost ghost of Shima or the last of us two I think it was Ghost of Tsushima first and then Last of Us 2, like okay. a month apart. So Last of Us 2 to what's the been the most... That was the most recent PS exclusive, right? Yeah. And it's we're waiting for Ratchet and Clank, which was supposed to be March, by the way, and that got delayed, didn't it? Yeah. So that's, what, five to six months almost. Well, in that time, instead of replaying old single-player games or playing the newest Battle Royale, if they were making $15 from the download and then one ninety nine from old games like yeah. Tekken 1 or something ridiculous that you really wanted to play Final Fantasy 7 the OG or something like that it's money that they're making for games that have already been made yeah. in that in-between period that keeps people on their Playstations when they're on their Playstation the more to be uh, get their Netflix and yeah, get something through their it, thing to fund it it seems like it makes sense to me we don't have access to their back end numbers so maybe it doesn't but yeah it sounds like a good idea to me we'll never know what they're thinking they'll never tell us and they'll never hire us which they, they should, should do <laughs> god damn it anyway guys that's all the topics that we have for today's yeah. episode of the true gamer podcast it's a one. yeah i liked it a yeah, lot it we good. had some good conversation hope you guys will enjoy it remember if you want to support us in any way you can do by hitting that like button sharing the video heading over to patreon buying our merch going over to our street, uh, twitch channel and uh, subscribing over there that's because right, we're doing right. thing over there that um, amazon affiliate link which we'll definitely forget to put in the that description is, obviously we always do come on let's let's be honest let's be honest um but yeah thank yeah. you very much for the support um thank you bro for joining me for another yeah. episode of True Game Podcast. Um, and I'll see you in a few minutes when we record this Dreamcast episode. That's right. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll catch you all in the next one. What we... Gamers. Gamers out. You have to hold it upside down. You have to oh, yeah. Up. I play like this. Exactly. That's how I you play, play it. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Motherfucker.